Tuscaloosa's longest-running sports show. The biggest goal of our team, especially in the first half. We at Bama, we're trying to be the best. Always is to win a national championship. Something cool to look back on. We don't want to waste a failure. You're inside the game. The game. John Mechie on the ground. Appreciate your interest in the game. On your home for Alabama sports. Alabama wins. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota. Now, now, here's your award-winning host, Ryan, Ryan Fowler. And a big good afternoon to you. Welcome into the game. T-Town Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Let me take you to Tuscaloosa, Alabama. That's where we're at. Mason, I don't know if it's you, but I feel like that the energy is already building for this game. Like the electricity, can you imagine this weekend? Because of the revenge factor, Alabama, if they would have smashed Tennessee up there, then uh, we could have talked about, well, going for, you know, what is it, 17 years then? It would have been 18 uh, then, and that was always record-setting. Uh, 16 was a record-setting when you look at uh, longest win streak against the Tennessee Volunteers. So when you look at this game, you can already kind of feel this energy for this big game. I'm looking at ticket prices. Uh, they are up there. They are up there when you look at this. So we're kind of expecting a big atmosphere in Tuscaloosa. The energy begin to build, and, and why not? Uh, when you look at the University of Alabama, and all their traditions against number 11, Alabama, number 17, Tennessee, 230 inside Bryant Diddy Stadium. I've also watched the, uh, as far as the line, it stayed pretty much uh, consistent. It's at nine and a half. It did go down shortly, but as uh, the confidence seems to be building on the University of Alabama because that line has went back up, and I'm looking at Vegas, uh, there is a few eight and a halves. I don't see any eights. I saw an eight earlier in the week. And then uh, it opened up at 10, so down to nine and a half. But tickets get you in the door. The ugly seats, the bad seats. There's not a bad seat in Bryant Diddy Stadium. I love to go and set the end zones. I know a lot of people criticize the end zones. I don't have a problem with the end zones, but uh, get you in 136 bucks. Uh, nosebleeds up there with the Goodyear blimp. Uh, when you look at the University of Alabama hosting the Tennessee Volunteers, maybe they've made this, but uh, some of the things that we'll talk about today will feature Mike Griffith coming up in a couple of minutes, dognation.com, but he also covers the SEC for the AJC. So we'll talk with Mike Griffith. He covered the University of Alabama on many different occasions. We'll go back from a historical uh, perspective with him talking about games that he's covered and uh, we'll even look ahead to uh, Brock Bowers and how this could possibly impact uh, Georgia's undefeated season and that road to get to the college football playoffs as that number one team and uh, I think from an Alabama perspective I've said it a couple different times I think Georgia needs to be undefeated when you have a chance to play them it would help you in your resume if you could take down the number one team so uh, regardless, uh, we'll talk with Mike Griffith coming up in a couple of minutes. Brent Beard is going to be making his way to Tuscaloosa as, as uh, another 100,000 is going to be a, coming in on Friday and uh, going to be an electric atmosphere. Brent Beard's going to join us today instead of on Friday because he's going to be traveling to this part of the area. And uh, we'll, we'll feature him uh, coming up around 2.35. Aaron Torres, Fox Sports Radio. And by the way, it's good to hear those updates. So uh, sound great. And uh, we have picked up Fox Sports uh, just a couple of weeks ago and uh, everything got implemented. And uh, Fox Sports uh, is a really they've taken over when you talk about national sports talk radio. They have taken over with all of the names that have moved 
uh, from a national standpoint uh, to Fox Sports. And uh, I think some of the political decisions of ESPN has probably hurt them in a couple of different areas, but uh, kind of, uh, you know, airing some of the things that nobody really gives a darn about. Uh, so when you look at Fox Sports, uh, Fox Sports Radio, we dropped the ESPN affiliate back in the summer. Uh, because really there was not a lot of value, not a lot of value. When you look at ESPN's lineup uh, and some of their overnight stuff, I, I love Freddie Coleman. I think Freddie's one of the best in the business. Uh, you start going through the talent of ESPN Radio, which it's not what it used to be. So now a lot of that talent's moved out to Fox Sports. So we picked up Fox Sports and great affiliation uh, that you'll hear a lot on the weekends and also on the overnights from 10 p.m., all the way until Martin Houston takes over at 6 a.m. So great affiliation there. So great for updates as well, because many times when you're in the flow of a show, uh, you forget about some of the big headlines, and uh, that keeps us up to date as host. Uh, mornings at 6 a.m. with Martin Houston, Wimp and Barry inside the locker room, 7 until 9. When you look at Gary Harris, WVUA sports director, and our very own here at Tide 100.9 from 9 until 11. Miller's Edge, Christian and Corey Miller. Leading right into big noon sports with Matt Coulter and Lars Anderson, and then we pick it up every day starting at two o'clock. So we'll we'll dive into a couple different things with him. We'll talk some history. We'll also continue our score prediction contest. We took about uh, probably the most calls we've ever taken in a singular day. So uh, that'll be one of the things that we'll dive back into. So if you didn't get in yesterday, you're welcome to do that. But we actually took a lot of phone calls. Generally, we average about forty calls there, so we're not too far away from that number right now. So. Uh, We'll take your predictions. We'll take your thoughts. And uh, maybe as your confidence begins uh, to go, uh, I think this game could really go either way. I could see Alabama beating them by the point spread, or I could see Alabama struggling and making it down to the fourth quarter and winning by seven points. Or I don't really know if I could see Alabama losing, uh, but I could see this being a late, late decision of which way the game is going to decide. So we'll talk about that. Uh, Mike Griffith coming up in just a couple of minutes. We'll dive into that. Mike Griffith, dognation.com, covers the SEC for the AJC. We are always powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota. TuscaloosaToyota.com. David DeSantis and the great dealership. Buy three tires. Get that fourth tire for only $1 happening right now on Scotland Boulevard and online at TuscaloosaToyota.com. The great dealership, David DeSantis. And the pre-owned inventory, something that we need to talk more about when you look at the inventory of both the new side and the pre-owned side, really at an all-time uh, three-year high uh, when you think about the inventory that's on that lot at Tuscaloosa, Toyota, Tuscaloosa, Toyota.com. And always, you know, this is cigar game. I don't smoke cigars, but I know where you can get a great cigar. R&R Cigars, which is one of our great sponsors uh, that we talk about Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. That's a place. Can you imagine what that would be like just sitting there watching all those Victory Cigars uh, coming in? Even Nick Saban was asked about Victory Cigars. He said he doesn't smoke, but he does chew on a cigar. So Nick Saban said that uh, after the you know a Tennessee win, uh, when you think about smoking that Victory Cigar and that tradition that started here, uh, at the University of Alabama, and uh, I think it's on the other side as well. So when you look at smoking cigars and enjoying this and you think about this rivalry and to think about that you could possibly not have this game every single year. Well, you'll play them every other year. Well, you'll play them every third year. No, no, no. Come on. I mean, Tennessee, Alabama deserves to be on the schedule, and I feel like what Mike Dettelia and I talked about yesterday, it's almost like there's something else that's going to happen that will all make sense with two additional teams. Money, money, money. There's more money 
That's what drives it when you look at the SEC and these commissioners. So even though they're not saying anything publicly, it just feels like that there's something happening behind the scenes. Maybe that's where they're going with a 7-1 combination that Nick Saban talked about last Thursday night on the Nick Saban show that will air tomorrow. Mike Griffith coming up next. T-Town, Tide, 100.9 and 12.30 WTBC, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Always live. Always local. Dependable news coverage. The latest news only from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom. Today, we may find out what happened to Mountain Brook teenager Natalie Holloway when she disappeared from a graduation trip to Aruba in 2005. A drive through flu clinic being held at the Tuscaloosa County Health Department at 2350 Hargrove Road East until 1.30 this afternoon. Shots are $10 unless you have Blue Cross Blue Shield insurance, Medicare, or Medicaid. In sports, Pickens Academy, one of four Alabama Independent School Association members moving to the Alabama High School Athletic Association. The move is effective next year. For the latest local news in Tuscaloosa, Alabama sports updates, and severe weather information, download the free Tuscaloosa Threat app. Never pay for your news and sign up for our daily newsletter with news updates. Hey, Bama fans, it's a big week. And BBQ.com, Dreamland Barbecue. Since 1958, Coach Brown arrived at the University of Alabama. So did Dreamland with Big Daddy's Barbecue Hickory Smoke Ribs. If you're talking about catering for that big tailgate or maybe it's just that family gathering or that small office party, you can do it at either location. You can also order online. Carry out, curbside pickup, delivery are now available. It is DreamlandBBQ.com. We do our score prediction every Tuesday and Wednesday made possible by Dreamland. That wonderful hickory smoke barbecue ribs. How about the Big Daddy barbecue sandwich? Those wings are underrated. They're one of the best in town. You'll find them there. How about those barbecue baked potatoes? Absolutely. Either location in our immediate area, Tuscaloosa and the original location there off Jug Factory Road, downtown Northport, Dreamland. Ain't nothing like them nowhere. Bring smoke. The pharmacy at Midtown, T.J. Thomas. He's the Nick Saban of pharmacists, and if your pharmacist doesn't have an Alabama shirt on, you don't want him. 205-752-0627. Sterile compounding facility, the only sterile compounding facility here in T-Town and West Alabama. All the compounding needs. The retail side, if you're looking for a pharmacy, many of those have closed here in West Alabama, and you're looking to transfer your prescriptions, pharmacymidtown.com, pharmacymidtown.com, conveniently located right there at the back of Midtown. You'll find the pharmacy at Midtown a huge part of our show. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Lots of sunshine this afternoon. The high today around 73. Tonight fair with the low at 51. Tomorrow increasingly cloudy. The chance of a shower by afternoon. Showers a bit more likely tomorrow night. The high at 74 degrees. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 74 degrees in Tuscaloosa. You're listening to the best sports talk show, breaking down the Crimson Tide. The game with Ryan Fowler on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
Welcome you right back into the game. We'll talk to Aaron Torres coming up at 3 o'clock. We'll talk to Brent Beard as well as we move on. We'll talk Tennessee, Alabama. We'll talk about your favorite memories. And I'm even going to ask Mike Griffith, who has covered the University of Alabama. He's also covered the University of Tennessee. He's covered Auburn. He's covered Michigan State. But we're going to focus on the third Saturday of October. He's even lived in Pocatello, Idaho and covered Idaho State. He's been in the business for about 30, over 30 years when you look at uh, Mike Griffith dognation.com ajc mike i hope you're having an incredible afternoon welcome into the game in tuscaloosa going ryan good good man it's just uh you're enjoying your bye week by doing great radio interviews and i appreciate you thank you staying busy that's the name of the game that's the name of the game uh mike when were you here in tuscaloosa well i was covering alabama ryan from 90 through 97 season and into 98 and um the way we did it back then believe it or not was we would commute and i would stay in that courtyard uh in tuscaloosa which was brand new right back then uh, like uh monday night tuesday night wednesday night and i'd drive home to mobile thursday then i would drive to the game wherever it was saturday and drive home after the game and then go back to Tuscaloosa Monday. So there was a lot of Marriott points built up. and uh, Hey, those are great, by the way. It, it was a lot, you know, a lot of time away from my family. Uh, and then there was, uh, of course, there was basketball, and Jim Wells was coaching baseball. And uh, it was interesting because what's now AL.com, uh, that's pretty much a conglomeration of the Mobile Register, the Birmingham News, and, uh, and the Huntsville Times. And back in the day, you might ask, well, why didn't they just move you up there? And that's what I asked to do. Well, the reason why is because those newspapers all wanted to have their own beat writer and compete with each other. So rather than have one guy that would write for all three and live in Tuscaloosa, they all made this deal where they keep their guys in their hometowns so they could say they needed their own beat writer. So that was that's how competitive the beats were back then. Yeah, you know, and, and you know, speaking of a beat reporter, um, I appreciate the hard work, and it's it's the amount of hours. Um, Mike, as a beat reporter, and, and I know that you're not on the Georgia beat now. You, you are, but you, you're not a daily beat reporter. Am I correct about that? Well, I, I kind of am, and I'm kind of not. Every now and then, I mean, there's two of us. And okay. Every now and then, I'll go cover something else, like you saw me in tuscaloosa for the texas game and i went and covered the tennessee florida game because those games related to the beat so we're just the way we do it now we have to be a little bit more uh deeper and thorough and different ideas see back then ryan uh you know you were allowed to go to practice and so coach stallings would allow us to go to practice and so we could tell everybody uh we could write about sean alexander for a whole year before he got on the field so everybody in alabama knew how great number 37 was going to be before he got on the field because i wrote about him and told everyone how he was lighting up the first team defense. And, and so you could tell people, you know, about the quarterback battle and how Freddie Kitchens and Brian Bergdorf were splitting reps. And the fans were much, much more well-informed, you know, as opposed to now when, you know, Coach Saban, you know, will kind of ridicule or tease the media. It's not really fair because they don't get to see practice. And so kind of like, um, well, of course, Coach Saban knows more. He doesn't let anybody else see anything. Uh, so no one's ever open to second-guess anything. <laughs> Kirby's the same way, by the way. And most coaches, that's kind of become the trend now. Um, could you ever see it the other way? Out. I mean, yeah. you, ever see it open, you ever see it opening back up? I mean, you, you, could you see it in, you know, in the near future? No, I don't think so. Um, you know, I just don't think that they feel like there's any benefit to the fans knowing anything. 
the fans that donate enough money do get to go to practice. If you're a well-heeled booster and you donate enough money to Alabama or Georgia or some of these other schools, they will let you in. So, But for the average ordinary fan, they don't really care. Mike, is there a third Saturday of October, uh, the Alabama-Tennessee rivalry that stands out, whether you covered it on Tennessee's side or Alabama's side that stands above the rest? Not really. I mean, you know, probably a couple of the most memorable might have been when uh, Coach Stallings uh, was getting ready to play um, Peyton Manning his freshman year. And I think, you know, the truth is a lot of those Alabama teams were beating Tennessee with less talent. That was kind of how it was back then. Coach Stallings could take less and do more. It was more about getting guys that really wanted to be at Alabama. It wasn't about the money. It wasn't about, you know, uh, who can put me in the end. It was guys that loved Alabama back then. And, and I'm not saying that the guys don't love Alabama now, but it was just a different sport. And, you know, the Bama, I called them the Bama boys. I mean, they really wanted to be there. They were Alabama boys, and they wanted to play desperately for the Crimson Tide. And it didn't matter how it affected their NFL future or who else signed or who else was there. Or there were no deals cut. They want, they grew up wanting to play for the Crimson Tide. And a lot of those teams weren't as talented as Tennessee. Tennessee recruited nationally even back in the 90s because they had fantastic facilities. And Alabama would find a way. You know, that that's that, that was just how it was, Ryan. And, um, you know, now as you look at it, my goodness, Alabama has all the talent in the world. And I think Tennessee's got enough talent to, to give Alabama a headache, but uh, it was just, it was very, very different. It was very streaky rivalry. Um, I took over when Alabama had dominated, then the, then it's, the pendulum swung the other way, and Tennessee dominated the series. Um, can't remember how many wins in a row. I believe that um, uh, Fran might have ended that streak. Uh, might have been 02 or 03. But, th- but they would stand on the bench and they would yell into the Alabama stands. They would sing, We own Alabama to the, to the tune of Sweet Home Alabama. The Tennessee players would yelled out at the crowd after they would win games. And, of course, the Alabama guys would just get off the field and when they would win. It was it was a very spirited rivalry. Mike, when you look at the SEC, and Coach Saban revealed something last Thursday night on his coaches show where he said that he thinks that they're going to a 7-1 model, seven rotating yeah. teams and one permanent. For one, do you agree with that? Because I know you have sources inside the SEC office too. Do you agree with that? And if so... Um, what happens to games like this? What happens to George and Auburn? What happens to these historical games that mean so much? Well, I mean, there's a price for everything, right? And, and if ESPN wants these games, then they got to pony up. I mean, it's pretty simple. I mean, if, if they want the SEC to play an extra conference game and endanger their hopes of making the playoffs where they make um, you know extra money for every team they get in, then ESPN needs to pay for that package. They need to renegotiate that. That's the line in the sand that, that seems to be drawn right now is that if they want more games from the SEC, then they need to increase the payout to the schools. I don't know if to, if they're willing to do that, but uh, let's l- discuss that 7-1 model. Um, what happens to these robberies? Do you think it's good for the SEC for games like Alabama and LSU or Georgia and Auburn to, to not be a part of the yearly schedule? Well, I mean, there's trade-offs. You know, I, I, you know, I mean, I don't know that I think that's good, but I also don't like it that programs can go seven or eight years before they play each other. And especially with the inclusion of Texas and Oklahoma, 
So what do you want to see? Do you, do you want to see more different opponents and different road trips? Or do you want to see the old-time rivalries protected? And I think in the interest of balance and fairness, I think people want to see more of a, in generally speaking, I think people want to see more of a rotating series. And let's be honest, the Alabama-Tennessee rivalry really hadn't been much of a rivalry until last year, if we're going to be completely honest about it. And I'd say the same thing about Georgia and Auburn. Um, you know, and, and what is a rivalry anyway? I mean, uh, to me, Alabama and Auburn stands above all college rivalries. So you're going to protect that. Georgia-Florida rivalry is considered much more serious here than the Auburn rivalry is. So you're going to protect that. Um, you know, so certain rivalries will be protected. And, and then, of course, you know, you'll have the newness and the freshness to get to go different places and see your team play, you know, different opponents. And, and it's also more balanced that way, too. I mean, you know, if you're Tennessee, you're like, man, how did we get stuck with Alabama every year sure. as a annual opponent? I mean, boy, that was a real thorn. It's a thorn in their side again this year because they've already lost to Florida. I mean, Tennessee has to beat Alabama or or they don't control their destiny with that loss to Florida. And, they heck, they could beat Georgia and still not win the SEC East if they don't take care of business in Tuscaloosa on Saturday. Mike, you've written about it uh, a ton at dognation.com. We're talking with Mike Griffith right now, uh, the Brock Bowers injury that has kind of um, grabbed the eyes of college football. Uh, where does Georgia go without Brock Bowers? Man, great question. Uh, he's irreplaceable. There's, there's nobody like him. So uh, it's going to have to be a collective step up. Everybody's going to have to do more. And it's, again, there's, there's not a guy you just plug in. And, and say, okay, you're going to take over now, and you're going to get this volume. It's not going to work that way. I will say Lad McConkey's gotten back healthy, and I wonder, I do wonder, um, you know, how much Lad can do now that he's healthy again. He's a pretty explosive player. I don't think he's going to take Brock's load, and he certainly can't, <laughs> certainly can't replicate everything that Brock does from a blocking perspective. Um, you know, but they do get McConkey back at a good time. He did seem healthy against Vanderbilt. Uh, they do have a talented freshman named Lawson Lucky who's been back a couple games that they're working back into the plan. And you kind of wonder uh, what might happen with Lawson Lucky and how he might uh, be able to help the team. So uh, there's a couple of answers there, but it, this is a big deal. I Good. mean, this is a really, really potentially crippling blow. As I said, their championships hopes are flickered. Okay, and you've written about that at dognation.com. So could you see a hiccup? Uh, could you see them losing one of these games against Florida, the largest outdoor cocktail party? Uh, they've got the Missouri Tigers that are ranked. Ole Miss is ranked Tennessee. All of those games back to back to back to back. Do you see a blemish happening on this this dog schedule? Well, I mean, Ryan, I could see it before the Brock Powers injury. I mean, this is a team that trailed in three out of four games this year. I mean, they were down 10 to Auburn. I don't know, has Auburn won an SEC game yet? <laughs> no, they haven't. They're zero three. Okay, well, they they were down ten to South Carolina. I think they've won one SEC game, right? So they're one and three. Is that right? They, they are. Yeah, one and three. And they were down seven to Vanderbilt, and then Vanderbilt missed a field goal, or they'd have been up ten. Has Vanderbilt won an SEC game yet? No, win four. Okay, so so they've been down ten points and would have been down ten to. They'd have been down ten points to three SEC teams that are combined one and ten. Does that sound like a team that was marching and dominating their way? I mean, this was a team already that there were questions about. Now, they do have a very impressive win over Kentucky. Does that scare you? Uh, 
I mean, I think it's an impressive win, but I don't, I don't, you're asking me if, if we're scared of Kentucky or, or should we? Uh, well, I mean, they beat Kentucky at home 51 to 13, but other than that, look a little bit deeper and what do you see that really impresses you? But, but Mike, you could say that a lot about a lot of teams. I mean, you know, I, well, I mean, think about Alabama and I know Alabama's at number 11, Georgia's at number one, but, uh, you know, when I look at Alabama's resume, they got a win over Ole Miss, got a win at College Station. Um, that's pretty good. That's what they're hanging their hat on. I mean, I don't understand the, the the schedule of Georgia. I get it, uh, but I guess we'll. Well, find- my point is, there's look, there's between 2021 and 2022, there was some drop off at some positions, and there was some step ups up some positions. If I were going to evaluate this team, I'd tell you their secondary is better than it was a year ago. That's about it. You know, everywhere else is same or drop off, and now, I mean, let's let's put this another way. So the three. So the quarterback's different, which I would argue that Carson Beck is every bit as good as Stetson Bennett. Different ways, different quarterback, but just as effective. He's got an NFL arm. He's a big-time quarterback. So, and, But Stetson was a runner, so, you know, six and one half dozen the other. That's a wash. But you don't have your leading yardage. You had Kenny McIntosh out of the backfield, rushing and receiving over 1,000 yards. First guy since, what, I think Percy Harvin. Maybe Dexter McCluster. I think those are the other two guys that had over 800 rushing and 500 receiving in SEC history going back to 2000. So that's a pretty special guy. You lost your six foot eight, 270 pound tight end. There's just nobody like him. He was the Shaquille O'Neal of tight ends. He could block. He could cave in an entire side of the line, but you also had to cover him. He's gone. Adani Mitchell's catching touchdown passes for Texas. You saw that in Tuscaloosa. Made a pretty good grab. That's a guy that had game-winning touchdown catches over Alabama and Texas, or excuse me, Alabama and Ohio State in the playoffs the last two years. He's gone. Lad McConkey didn't play the first four games. I think he had four catches for 45 yards. That's his most productive game of the year so far. Those are your top three yardage-producing guys from a year ago, Ryan, plus Stetson Bennett. And, oh, by the way, that Jalen Carter guy that nobody can block in the NFL, he's not here anymore either. And neither is Nolan Smith, the impressive rookie and – that plays for the Philadelphia Eagles, that was once the number one overall recruit in the country, they don't have anybody like him. So my point is, Georgia's undefeated. You know, Georgia's still Georgia. But I would compare it to when Alabama lost uh, Tua and all those receivers. And then I would throw this on. You know, and I used this analogy the other day when people were asking me about how Brock Bowers' injury might affect him. And I said that, I said, do you remember the 2019 Alabama team? And I get ridiculed for saying this. I can say this on your show, but, but other, other fan bases ridicule me for this. I, I think that the 2019 Alabama team had the most impressive regular season in college football history. If I'm not mistaken, they beat everybody by 21 or 22 points or more. Is that right? That's right, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that hadn't happened since the 1800s. And Bama did it in the SEC. All right, and then Tua, what happened to Tua? He got an ankle. Yeah. And, and, and he wasn't the same. It happened early in the Georgia game. And so that was a seven-point game. That was the first time anybody had played Bama within three touchdowns all year, and it was after Tua got hurt. And then Tua was going to play in the title game, and he did, but he wasn't the same Tua, was he? He was not. So, so even if Brock Bowers comes back, which I'm not sure he will. We'll see. I think if George is in the playoffs, he will. But as far as the regular season, you know, so many of these fans think it's like a video game and you just hit the reset button. 
that's just not how it works. Guys come back, they're still a little banged up. And I mean, if you're a, I don't know if you're any kind of player, if you want to play hurt right now and, you know, risk your NFL career, really just risk your career period by playing injured. So I think Georgia's got some challenges, Ryan. I really do. I think the SEC, I, I think the SEC's wide open. I'm not even sure, you know, it, once Bama beats Tennessee Saturday, you might say they're the favorites if, if Nick can, um, I'll coach uh, Brian Kelly this time. All right, so that was my next question. What do you see in the Alabama Crimson Tide? Well, I think, you know, Nick Saban's a fantastic coach, and Jalen Milrow and the Tide seem to have found themselves. Maybe got caught looking a little ahead against Arkansas. I figured that would be a close. But you knew for Arkansas that it was their last chance to be relevant. They're they're out of the race. They really, you know, they're just going to go back to Arkansas now. and You know, whatever. Who's going to pay attention to them? So, so they had everything riding on that game. That was their last chance to be, a, you know, hey guys, here's your chance to shock the world. Okay, that's it. Let's see what happens now. But, uh, but, but this, you know, and, and maybe Bama's, you know, kind of, you know, getting ready for Tennessee. They, they remember last year. These these Alabama players have pride. I think that this Tennessee team is better known for running the ball this year. Believe it or not, their passing game is just. You know, Alabama defense is like Georgia. Here's the thing. If you don't got a special quarterback, you ain't beating them. You got to have a good quarterback. You saw what Quinn Ewers had to do. He's never going to have a game like that again. If Quinn Ewers played against Alabama like he did against Oklahoma, Alabama would have won that game by four touchdowns. But that night, Quinn Ewers played the pitch the perfect game, okay? Dropping these rainbow passes in and execute. I mean, come on. Texas played the perfect game. If Alabama and Texas rematch, Bama will beat them by three touchdowns. No, no question. So you got to have a special night. It takes a special quarterback. I don't think Tennessee has the receivers. I know they don't have the receivers Texas had. You also got to have some really good, more than one elite receiver. They don't have the formula. So I think Alabama's going to win. Mike Griffith 32, Mike Griffith 32 on the Twitter account. You can find him at dognation.com. You can read about uh, the Georgia Bulldogs in the bye week and getting ready for a tough uh, couple of uh, weeks here when you look at the dogs. Uh, a lot of things have changed when you look at the Brock Bowers injury. Mike's got three things on how uh, Georgia addresses this. Uh, you can read more about it at dognation.com, dognation.com. Mike Griffith 32, Mike, thank you so much for your time. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thanks, Ryan. Have a good one. You too. Mike Griffith, 32. Mike Griffith, 32. We'll continue with more of the game. Brent Beard coming up in a couple of minutes. Aaron Torres, we're going to be a little bit jammed up for the first hour and 15 minutes, and then we're free the rest of the way home from about 3.15 all the way until 6. Nick Saban interrupts us somewhere around 5.45 to 6.15, that range. He said, well, man, that's a big window. That's what they give us. So uh, it could be as late at 6.15, or it could be as early as 5.45. Either way, we'll carry it, and we always delay the show for just a couple of extra minutes. We give you a little extra time. We'll continue with more of the game. We'll talk history, Tennessee, Alabama, because I got a big guess tomorrow, a big one. And it's one that I don't hear him do in many interviews, and we'll talk about it coming up next with Brent Beard, Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Weekday mornings at 6 a.m. The Martin Houston Show. Join us tomorrow for more conversation as we head into recruiting with Max Recruiting. Also keys to victory as we head into the third Saturday in October. That conversation and more 
as the third Saturday of October quickly approaches. Join us on the Martin Houston Show, powered by Matt Sports. Catch the Martin Houston Show from 6 to 7 weekday mornings on Tide 100.9. Pearl River Resort, we're giving away a Curtis Stone cookware set. Anniversary that Alabama fan in your life. collection includes everything you need to cook up your favorite fall recipes and game day classics. Earn points Fridays and Saturdays in October to receive a unique piece of the set each week. Score big every time at Pearl River Resort. Must be 21 or older to play. 15 minutes well, somewhere from where I'm looking at Big Mike's Steakhouse. Right there All in the- downtown Moundville, voted by the Alabama Cattlemen's Association as the best steak in the state of Alabama. Ribeye, filet, you'll find the Highway 69 strip. How about seafood entrees? Absolutely. Always great appetizers. A great place to hang out. Wednesday through Saturday, 4 until 10, Big Mike Steakhouse, Thomasville, Andalusia, Auburn, Alabama, Orange Beach, Gunnersville. But the location that we highlight, downtown Moundville, about 15 minutes from where I'm located, Big Mike Steakhouse. Join Tide 100.9 this Friday from 12 to 2 for Fridays at the Free. Come see Lars Anderson and Matt Coulter for Big Noon Sports live at Innisfree Irish Pub, Tuscaloosa's best bar for 25 years and counting. Innisfree's Irish Pub has delicious pub food with an Irish Come have the Innisfree Lucky Lunch, a delicious meet and three, while Lars and Matt get you ready for the Bama game this weekend. Fridays at the Free, every Friday during football season with Tide 100.9 and Innisfree Irish Pub, located at 1925 University Boulevard, downtown Tuscaloosa. She's running around. Her breath doesn't smell. Her digestive system is perfect. It has made such a huge difference. What did this dog parent do for their dog? She switched to Nature's Blend, a premium freeze-dried raw dog food made by Dr. Marty Goldstein, a veterinarian Forbes magazine called The Miracle Worker. It's the easiest way to support your dog's easy digestion, nourished skin, playful energy, and most importantly, their healthy, full life. I'm so confident your dog will love it. Your order is backed with a 90-day guarantee. Save up to 54% off Nature's Blend and get a free full-sized bag of Tilly's Treasures Dog Treats. They're best-selling beef liver dog treats while supplies last. Go to drmartypets.com slash deal or text deal to 511511. Go to drmartypets.com slash deal or shop in over 2,000 stores nationwide. Use the store locator to find the store closest to you. All pets are unique. Your pets results can and will vary. Message and data rates may apply. Studies available upon request. Adams Heating and Cooling. You've got to have someone in the heating and air conditioning business that you can trust as temps begin to drop for the upcoming seasonal change. You've got to have someone that you can trust. It's Adams Heating and Cooling. Adams Heating and Cooling. Heating and air conditioning people that you can trust since 1982. We're also talking about generators as well. We have added the Honeywell lineup to our service department. The generators for home generators. You're looking for Adams Heating and Cooling. Locally owned and operated by Richard Adams. A healthy weight, more energy, and smooth, regular bowel movements. Three things everyone strives for. It's me, Chuck Norris. There's one really important thing we don't talk about enough. Our health. Achy joints, digestive issues, weight gain, and fatigue. We're told these are normal signs of aging. So working with the team of health experts, we came up with Morning Kick. Morning Kick is a revolutionary formula combining 10 different supplements in one. Probiotics that help you lose weight. Prebiotics for digestion. Superfoods for muscles and joints. And several of the most powerful 
powerful anti-aging supplements on earth. It'll help you feel youthful, energized, focused, and help manage stress. Anybody can achieve great health regardless of their age. Go to roundhouseprovisions.com. Use code SUPPORT or text SUPPORT to 511-511 and claim 40% off today. Every purchase comes with our 90-day money-back guarantee. Text SUPPORT to 511-511. Morning kick. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Tax fees may apply. seconds i do remind you about rumsey environmental it's a one-stop shop serving west alabama for all of your waste removal needs when you have to know it's being done right that's the time to call rumsey environmental 205-248-0002 205-248-0002 rumsey environmental a one-stop shop serving all of your waste removal services right now we go to brent beard when you look at covering the college football game the sec acc footprint in jacksonville florida florida first coast news Brent Beard, I hope you're having an amazing afternoon. Welcome into the game in Tuscaloosa. Well, I'm looking forward to being in um, uh, Tuscaloosa uh, on Saturday for uh, this big matchup. I've seen it many times, uh, either in Legion Field or in uh, uh, Bryant-Denny. So uh, it, I'm, I'm sure it's been an incredible week there. It has, and I think you even beginning to let it build when you talk about the anticipation of this game. Mm-hmm. And as much as Alabama fans hated it last year, uh, breaking records uh, on the defensive side of the football that had stood since 1907, when you look at this Alabama team, uh, this rivalry is, is back. Um, and I think you can feel it. You want it at some point, you know, as Brad Edwards always tell me, the hammer and the nail is not a rivalry. Because the nail never beats yeah. the hammer. Uh, yeah. At some point, it needed to happen. Uh, I just don't think Alabama f- fans wanted it in last year. Now, the this is a very streaky series. When you look at the history of it, this is not a uh, one team wins one year and the other the next. This is a rivalry to where, uh, I mean, whoever has got the upper hand will often win for a decade or so. I mean, uh, Alabama did that during the 70s, and then during the 80s, Tennessee was uh, had taken over, and Alabama had, uh, and really, uh, when you look at the 90s, the uh, 9-6 to game that Alabama won uh, with Phillip Doyle's field goal in the last play was just a, uh, an amazing game also. Um, so, uh, I mean, that, and then obviously when Nick Saban came, he has dominated the series too. So uh, Streaky has uh, obviously been uh, the forte of this, uh, uh, of, of 
this series. I don't necessarily think it's going to happen now, but when people Google it and look it up, they see that's what's happened. Let me walk you back because I want you to go back to 1990. Uh, that 40, was it 47, 48 yards yeah. kick uh, yeah. to beat? We'll actually feature Philip uh, Dole tomorrow on our show. And, and I've never heard him do many interviews so i'm kind of excited to hear really? him yeah i don't yeah. i don't ever hear him doing a no. lot of interviews but he's uh talked with him this morning and we're gonna we're gonna connect tomorrow afternoon and talk about this alabama tennessee game uh but when you look at that that game um coach stalling said it was probably the most important game of his tenure probably i would agree with that i, I mean next to beating miami for the national championship the sugar bowl it probably was i mean tennessee at that point ryan was they were easily in the top five, uh, and uh, it, really no one gave Alabama a chance, but as you would expect under Gene Stallings, they played tremendous defense. And, and look, the, the, what set them up to win the game was uh, Tennessee was lined up for a field goal, and the field goal was blocked. And, and the thing that helped Alabama tremendously because they were not able to move the ball at all. Do you remember that? I do. Uh, I, I mean, I mean, the yardage was was in inches. It wasn't in yards. But the, but when the field goal was blocked, it probably gosh, Ryan, it probably went what twenty or thirty yards uh, going the other way. So Bama basically knew what Doyle could do. Uh, so they 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 basically ran. I'm not sure on that. Uh, on that possession, if they even gained five yards, uh, but they gained, as you said, long enough uh, for Dole to get a field goal that went that far from uh, fifty yards. Uh, yeah, fifty yards. <laughs> and I will never forget this. I was listening to uh, a very familiar radio station, uh, in as a matter of fact, it was in Nashville. Uh, after the game, uh, and it was a uh, station that was an affiliate of Tennessee, some guy called up and told this story, said that uh, there was a Tennessee fan so upset over the loss that he curled up in the fetal position in the back seat, and, and the caller said they literally did not hear a peep from him for i mean it was something ungodly it was like 15 to 20 hours can you imagine that uh but those those are the things you heard after that game was over what other games when you talk about history of this rivalry uh stands out to you i mean i, mean, I know we could probably go through uh oh yeah you know a dozen or so uh, oh, yeah. but, but just some others that stands out i know you pointed out what? 1990 yeah, and, and I'll go real quick. I mean, it, the the 72 game with Terry Davis, I mean, Bama was uh, down 10 to nothing and really could not get anything going at all uh, and ended up coming back to win the game. They had tied the game 10-10, and on the ensuing kickoff, Tennessee fumbled and Bama recovered, and uh, Terry Davis went, went around right in out of the wishbone, uh, it was able to win the game. The 73 game is the one that I remember probably as much as any. That was a 42-21 Alabama win. 
2121 Condridge Holloway uh, and Gary Rutledge. Uh, first Bama score, Rutledge threw, uh, it, was, it, it was like 70 yards to Wilbur Jackson. Uh, uh, no, I'm sorry, Wayne Wheeler, uh, the, the wide receiver. Wilbur Jackson, who, who I wanted to mention, had an 80-yard run in that game. And one of, the, one of the more amusing thing is Robin Carey, who is a defensive back, returned punts, and, and they would la- they would allow you to do this and back then. But it was a sunshiny, sparkling day that most of those games are. And Robin Carey actually had a visor uh, on his helmet that that shielded the sun, and he got the ball and returned it for a touchdown, but, but, but that was uh, certainly one of the more entertaining ones. I remember Bobby Humphrey setting an Alabama record in Knoxville running for like, I, I'll be off a little bit, but over 280 yards. Uh, just frankly, just an amazing game uh, and in a lot of ways. And that old 5 game that Bama won 6-3 uh, to three, uh, when they you remember when they punched the ball out sure. of, uh, yeah, and it went through the end zone uh, in just a play that was, uh, fr- frankly, of of uh, a biblical proportion. How that would uh, uh, play out. So, uh, I mean, that's just a few off the top of my head uh, that have been certainly memorable through the years. Brent, let's look at this upcoming game. Um, how, what do you see happening? Well, I think this is a defensive struggle. I mean, I don't see, frankly, how it, it can't be. I mean, Tennessee hasn't won in Tuscaloosa since 03. Now, now this is a very telling stat. If people haven't heard this, Tennessee is 5-0 and this year when they run for over 160 yards and 14-0 and the last 14 times that it has ran for 160 yards. They ran for... 182 on Bama last year. Bama still, uh, frankly, could have won the game uh, at the end. I think you've got two quarterbacks who are probably average at best uh, overall in their game. Uh, But what's different about this Tennessee team, and nowhere near as explosive as they were last year with Hendon Hooker, uh, but when you look at the stats, uh, I mean, Milton and uh, Milrow are very similar in what they, their strengths and also their weaknesses. But what's different about Tennessee this year is, uh, and you got to give Heifel credit for this, they've redone their uh, front seven on defense, and they're among the leaders in tackles for loss as Alabama is. And, and, and look, I, there's no secret to this game. Uh, the, the the big strategy here is how is Alabama's offensive line going to do in opening holes for running and also for uh, protecting Milrow against that um, Tennessee front seven. But what we have to remember, Alabama had a lot of success running the ball, or some success certainly, against A&M in the second half. Can they replicate that, Ryan? And that will be a lot of the topics that uh, we'll discuss next week when you look at uh, Alabama-Tennessee. This one's going to uh, – I disagree with Vegas. Uh, Vegas has got this at around 10 points. I, I just don't see either team winning no. by that margin. No, I don't either. No, 
not at all. No, I mean I I think this is a twenty four twenty one type thing. Or Ryan, would it shock you if this was if this game was seventeen fourteen? No, no. I, I and and I think when you look at last year's performance with uh, with Hendon Hooker and Bryce Young. And what almost 800 yards of total offense yeah. and all the points. Yeah, Th- this one's going to be, the, as you said, the complete opposite. It- it's going to be a different type of game. Could it be the other way? I mean, I guess anything could happen. Um, you know, get a couple of turnovers and get a couple of scores and maybe sure. skew the points. But uh, I'm kind of like you. I just I feel like this is going to be one of those defensive games. I think Alabama is in for a lot of these type of games. Uh, this is just yeah. who they are. Seven yeah. games yeah. in. Well, it is, and you don't change. And look, they've got Tennessee. LSU and in Kentucky, three of the nation's top eight teams in rushing yards per carry, and, and that's going to be important. Now, I don't think they will admit this, maybe even after the game, if they're smoking cigars, but I really feel, and I'm curious if you do too, I think they've circled this game uh, since the offseason. I think this is a game Nick Saban really wants to win, uh, and and maybe uh, compared to what you've seen against Arkansas and some of the and and South Florida and you just go down the list, uh, this team might just be focused for the majority of the game instead of a quarter or half or whatever. Uh, I I really think this game means that much to this team. And I hope last week, maybe that's what it was, when you look at this yeah. Alabama football team, that they thought, okay, hey, we're comfortable in front of Arkansas. Yep. We're yep. going to put it on cruise control. Oh, hold on a minute. Uh, maybe, we should, yeah. maybe we should hit the gas one more time. Just going right. to get us over the right. hump. And uh, hopefully this Alabama team is, is going to be dialed in. Brent Beard, First Coast News, ABC, NBC News affiliate there in Jacksonville, Florida. Great radio stations like this one. Uh, around the country that uh, Brent makes parents own, and he'll be inside Bryant Diddy Stadium. Brent, I can't wait to see you, man. Have a safe trip up to Tuscaloosa, my friend. Uh, uh, Tennessee, Bama this weekend. Next weekend is Georgia, Florida here. That That's, that, that, that's a pretty good uh, tandem over the next two weekends, right? Absolutely, and probably a more intriguing game uh, that kind of grabs our attention with the Brock Bowers injury. Oh, yeah. Uh, George has yeah. got a little bit of a couple of hurdles here. Uh, they do. So they could have a blemish. But uh, as from an Alabama perspective, I explained yesterday to the audience, I think Georgia needs to be there undefeated uh, yeah. And, yeah. and play Alabama in the SEC mm-hmm. top. If Alabama is going to have a pathway to – and, and I get it. You, you could say, well, you know, hold on. you know, But if Georgia, let's say they lose one of these games – and they're sitting there at number five. You beat a number five, or you beat a number one. What would you rather yeah. do? So it, yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Well, I, well, but I still say Ryan. Uh, if, if Bama runs the table and they beat Georgia in the uh, uh, SEC championship game, uh, I think both of them go to the playoffs. It could, but it all depends on what happens out west. It all happens. What I mean, Florida State could throw some, some. Some riches mm-hmm. in that, uh, the yep. Big Ten. Yep. But it always works itself out. But if it doesn't, and you got multiple teams going undefeated, you know, the committee really doesn't have a choice. So you want to you want to kind of maybe root for Georgia a little bit uh, from an Alabama perspective uh, to kind of find their way. But uh, Brent Beard, First Coast News, I'll see you Saturday, man. Thanks so much. Good. 
Thank you, brother. Take care. That's Brent Beard. Always fun a bit of visit with him. We usually visit on Friday. We've moved it up to Wednesday for travel arrangements. We'll talk to Aaron Torres coming up in about nine minutes. Tuscaloosa Tide, 100.9, WTBC, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. It's power equipment if you're looking for chainsaw needs. If you're cleaning up those leaves or yard debris, you'll find the backpack blowers, the battery-operated tools, the Echo Outdoor Power Equipment, Crest Outdoor Power Equipment, the battery-operated tools by Husqvarna, and you'll also find great inventory on the zero-turn commercial and the residential mowers by both Skag and Husqvarna. Service department, do that end-of-the-season maintenance at Northport Power Equipment. It's two blocks east. East of the Northport Civic Center since 1996. Northport Power Equipment. This part of the game is SEC Parlay Pick Day on Friday. It's made possible by Brian Harden Construction, a diverse business. Crane and equipment rentals up to 320-ton cranes available. The CNC machines, reverse engineering, laser cutting, specialists in modern construction. It's bhardenconst.com. Experience you can count on. Let's build something together. The website, very informative. It is bhardenconst.com. Brian Harden Construction industrial contractors and fabrication i-beam installation brian harden construction every friday made possible by brian harden construction the best breakdown of alabama football in the state the game with ryan fowler on your home for alabama sports tide 100.9 and streaming on the tide 100.9 app Mason, when you play good music, I almost want to let it run just for a couple of seconds. Uh, that was a good one. That was a good one, no doubt. A uh, little energy, and then we're going to be done from 3.15 all the way until 6. Uh, Bama Jam be first up on the other side of Aaron Torres. He joins us next. Fox Sports Radio will break down some college football and a lot more. Aaron Torres next. T-Town Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Get ready for the Tuscaloosa October Fund. TuscaloosaToyota.com, a huge part of our show. We are powered by those guys every single day. The service department, always great. The new inventory side, all those new Toyotas comes with that lifetime powertrain warranty. And right now, we have the most inventory that we've had in over two and a half years. Camrys, Corollas, RAV4s, Highlanders, 4Runners, Tundras, Tacomas, also the pre-owned inventory. Most of the pre-owned inventory comes so that same lifetime powertrain warranty. See all of the inventory, TuscaloosaToyota.com and Tuscaloosa Toyota on Scotland Boulevard. Ah. We talk about grilling so often. If you want to dominate the grill today or any day, go visit our friends at Mark's Mark in downtown Northport. I walk in there all the time. There's new things added, whether you're trying to amp up the spice cabinet or whether you're going in for a great ribeye, a salmon swirl, a chicken swirl, which is that's what they're home of since 1978. The seafood entrees, the great cheesecake, the great pies that are made here locally in Alabama, the Blue Spring Living Water. You'll find it at Mark's Mark in downtown Northport under that Roll Tide Bridge. Go see the friendly folks at Mark's Mark 
downtown Northport under that Roll Tide Bridge. Hey, if you're thinking... I'd 100.9 Tuscaloosa weather. Lots of sunshine this afternoon. The high today around 73. Tonight fair with the low at 51. Tomorrow increasingly cloudy. The chance of a shower by afternoon. Showers a bit more likely tomorrow night. The high at 74 degrees. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 74 degrees in Tuscaloosa. WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a town square media station. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. Here's Isaac Lohenkron. Las Vegas Raiders quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo is not practicing today due to a back injury. Buffalo Bills quarterback Josh Allen was a limited participant in practice because of a right shoulder injury. Cleveland Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson did not practice today. He's missed the last two games because of a rotator cuff injury and said his status for Sunday's game at Indianapolis is up in the air. Colts rookie quarterback Anthony Richardson will have season-ending surgery to repair his right shoulder. The Arizona Cardinals officially designated quarterback Kyler Murray to return from the physically unable to perform list and is returning to practice today. NBA Philadelphia 76ers star and franchise annihilator James Harden did not show up for practice today. He's been seeking a trade for the last several months. Baseball tonight at 8 Eastern game three of the ALCS with the Texas Rangers leading the Houston Astros two games to none. Into the game here in Tuscaloosa. Great to hear the Fox Sports updates. Fox Sports Radio, great affiliation with those guys as we feature Aaron Torres. I told uh, one of the managers out in Fox Sports Radio, one of the head monchos there, uh, that uh, Torres could be the Grand Marshal of the Christmas Parade. He's got his own fan club here in Tuscaloosa. Torres, welcome back to T-Town. How are you, my friend? Uh, I'm flattered. I'm humbled. Um, and it's great to hear Isaac Lohenkron's voice. Welcome to the family, Ryan. Welcome to the family. Fox Sports Radio here in Tuscaloosa. And, uh, you know, I was talking about this. And, you know, you think about the talent that is at Fox Sports Radio. It is truly taken over from a national standpoint. Uh, they left the others in the dust. Uh, there's no doubt, you know, and I'm I'm privileged to, you know, listen, I, uh, you know, do you want to call me the Ricky Henderson of that order? I don't know, you know, um, but listen, we got a lot of talented guys and girls, Colin, uh, Cowherd, uh, Gottlieb, uh, all the guys, you know, you know, Aaron Torres, uh, you know, uh, there's so many. I mean, Rob and Chris are incredible in the odd couple. So, yeah, no, it, it's, it's an honor to work there. And I think, you know, honestly – I think I'm pretty good at what I do, and I think you're pretty good at what you do too. But I have learned quite a bit about the business, about putting together a show, about creating compelling content from a lot of the guys in that building. So, yeah, we're excited to have you. And then to your point, uh, there's a lot of talented people in that building outside of me. Obviously, let's not include me. That's not fair. Uh, but we got a lot of talented people in that building. It's a privilege for me to work there. And I'm excited when there's not tied post game. You'll be hearing Torres every Saturday night. That's right. That's right. Torres uh, and his co-host there and uh, all of the things, because we're definitely going to be on the weekends uh, after 10 p.m. weekdays and then on the weekends when there's not a game or on Sunday, uh, giving us updates on the NFL games and then walking right into, 
I guess Arnie, your old buddy there on Sunday night, is That's he? right. Yeah. He's, he's 11 p.m. Uh, Eastern time on Sunday, so 10 Central. So he'll have your national uh, NFL recap. I'll have the national college football recap every Saturday. Again, on Saturdays when the tide aren't playing. Like like this Saturday as an example. I would guess that you know the postgame will probably start at what? 6 Central or so. You'll be off air by 8, 8.30. And then about 10 o'clock, you tune in, you, talk, you listen to Torres talk about the rest, of the, not just that game, but all the other big games that happen throughout the day. Well, have you been praising Alabama on the national level? We need it. Uh, I mean, listen, I, I don't think my my opinion on Alabama is, is very hidden. I, I, you know, I've been a fan. Um, you know, I never gave up. I never, uh, you know, quit believing when everybody else did. So, yeah, I mean, I, you know, last week, obviously, off the Arkansas game, I know it was a big topic of conversation uh, where you are, but, you know, I, I don't know that on a national scale, you know, when we were coming off of Oregon-Washington and USC getting smoked by Notre Dame, you know, I, I don't know that, that we talked all, all that much about Alabama. But, yeah, no, I've been positive about Alabama because I, I never turned my back. I, I had them winning the SEC in the preseason, making the playoff, uh, and nothing has changed. Nothing has changed. And you hope that this Tennessee game – the Arkansas game impacted that performance against Arkansas that maybe they were looking ahead because it's almost like they put it on cruise control and then they had to find yep. the gas late to pick up a third down to keep the drive and not give it to KJ Jefferson and let them pull off the upset. There's no doubt. Um, no, I mean, and you know, I mean, I think, and this is what we've talked about a lot with this team specifically is that um, it's, it's a growing process. It's a maturing process over the course of, of a season because they aren't a finished product like some previous Alabama teams, um, you know, that we've seen it basically be ready to go from week one. This is a team that's a, adjusted and evolved. And I do think, you know, just watching the game, I think there was maybe a little bit of arrogance that got into them late last game of, you know, we took care of business on the road against A&M uh, and we were great late. And then, oh, by the way, you know, this, this opponent of ours this weekend is just going to lie down. And the one thing about Arkansas, you know, listen, I know we got to turn the page to Tennessee this week, but, you know, the one thing about Arkansas, they're never going to stop fighting. I mean, they're a team that uh, they lost by three to Bama. They lost by three at LSU. They lost by a touchdown at Ole Miss. So they're going to fight everybody they play. And I think, I, I think, you know, and I'm sure Coach Saban has talked about it, is that it really was a best-case scenario for Alabama. You get the win, but there are certainly uh, a lot of talking points and learning lessons to come out of the game. Torres, when you look at it from a national level, just remove your bias towards the University of Alabama uh, just okay, for a couple of minutes. Okay, just just put it on the side. I know you're a big fan of Nick Saban. You're a big fan of Tuscaloosa. Those crimson jerseys kind of give you the cold chills like they do some to us. Some say I would be the grand marshal of the, of the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Some yeah. have said that. Not yeah. all, but some. But some, yes, absolutely. Um, how much does the Alabama-Tennessee rivalry do for you guys on the national level? Does it, does it, does it do anything? Well, you know, I mean, the problem is it was so one-sided for so long, and I think it was a double-edged sword of Nick Saban being awesome and Alabama um, or uh, Tennessee really struggling and going between coaches and all that stuff. So, you know, um, I, I think it's a great rivalry. I know how much it means to people of that area. And then to take it a step further, I know how much it meant to Tennessee fans last year to finally topple Bama. And bluntly, I think I know how much it would mean for Bama fans to kind of wrestle away this rivalry back in their favor with a nice win on Saturday. So, you know, listen, I'll be honest. I don't think that it probably gets the credit that it deserves because, 
you know, what I was thinking about too, Ryan, is that I do think, um, you know, the thing with, with this rivalry, it does feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong, outside of last year, neither of these teams has been good at the same time for a very long time. And so, like, you look at Tennessee, Florida. When I was a kid, Tennessee and Florida were both awesome. You know, Peyton Manning, Danny Werfel, Steve Spurrier, Phil Fulmer. So even though that rivalry has lost some of its luster because Tennessee is down, there are people under 40 that remember when that was LSU, Bama, or Michigan, Ohio State, or whatever. I think the problem with Tennessee, Alabama is when Tennessee was really good in the late 90s, early 2000s, Alabama might have had a year or two here or there, but it wasn't a consistent every year this game means something. And then obviously since Nick Saban's taken over, it's been the exact opposite. Alabama has been in complete control as uh, Tennessee has kind of scuttled through coaches. So that's probably, to me, why this rivalry um, doesn't feel quite as big on the national scale. Both these teams just haven't been great consistently for a long period of time. Recently. Torres, when you think about this game, uh, Vegas has got it around nine and a half, ten points, according to the experts in the desert. Um, what do you think? What do you see? I mean, I think more than anything, and, and this is not um, – you know, like a super unique opinion. I think it's going to be low scoring because, you know, listen, I, one of the things I'll say this for, for Josh Heupel and that Tennessee team, you know, part of coaching and it's a lot of what Nick Saban is doing this year is it's not having a scheme or a system or this or that it's taking the players that you have at your disposal at this moment. Um, and basically um, building a team based on their strengths and weaknesses. And so I bring it up because Alabama, I think they certainly probably look different than they were expecting to look uh, as of, uh, you know, probably two months ago. And Tennessee's kind of the same, right? You know, I think in their perfect world, they would have hoped that Joe Milton would have turned into Hennon Hooker 2.0. He's not. And now they have the number one ranked rush offense in the SEC and, and a top 20 defense nationally. So they're a completely different team than I think most of us expected. But again, much like Alabama, that's part of being a quote unquote good coach is figuring out what your team's strengths and weaknesses are, highlighting them, you know, kind of trying to hide the weaknesses. And that's exactly what Tennessee has done over the last, uh, you know, through the first half of the season. Torres, without Brock Bowers, when you look at Georgia, uh, at that number one spot. We've spent a little time talking about Georgia. I've made the case that I think Alabama needs to root for Georgia. They need them to be there at that number one spot. They need to be undefeated. Uh, when you look at their schedule, they've got a pretty tough one. They've got Florida. They've got the Missouri Tigers without Brock Bowers. Now, they would have been able to navigate it with Brock Bowers, but without him, Florida becomes a, a kind of a, not a toss-up game, but a game that's losable. Uh, the Missouri Tigers, number 20 in the country. Wait, did you just say Florida is a game that's losable without Brock Bowers? Yeah. In football? Yeah. In 2023? Yes. Ryan, I will fly myself to Tuscaloosa and host the Grand Mar I'll be the Grand Marshal Parade if Georgia loses that game. Don't actually hold me to that. Georgia is not losing to this Florida team with no disrespect. Listen, I'm not going to sit here and bash Billy Napier. Florida's not good. Like, and I know they they put up a bunch of points last week, and they don't need Brock Bowers. Okay. Carson Beck is so, fine. The defense is fine. Out of but, all these games, you got Florida next week. They got the Missouri Tigers. They got Ole Miss. Uh, then they go to Tennessee. Out of all those four games right there, uh, then they play Georgia Tech. Um, do you see a loss? 
let me put it to you this way. Okay. If Brock Bowers is not available till the end of the regular season. Okay, so so take out the Georgia Tech game at the end. Of those four SEC games you mentioned, Florida on a neutral, Missouri, Ole Miss at Tennessee. I think the most losable game, I, I think the, the, the least losable game is Florida. So let me put it that way. So, one, I don't think they're losing to Florida. Obviously, I'm beating that point to, to death here. But um, I think the rest are, are, are up in the air. You know, Missouri can move the football. Missouri is better than people are giving them credit for. You know, Ole Miss, you know, Lane Kiffin, um, we talked about this last week. He hasn't always been great in big games. I think at times he's kind of outsmarted himself. But there would obviously be no real pressure on him in that game. Um, and then, you know, obviously Tennessee at, you know, uh, 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 you know, uh, on the road, I think it's a completely different deal. So I, I do think if Brock Bowers doesn't come back until the Georgia tech game or the end of the regular season or whatever it ends up being, uh, I, I think there's probably a loss in there somewhere because I, I don't think they've been playing great football over the course of the year. I just don't think it's against Florida, but yes, I do think, um, I do think that they would, uh, I do think that they, there would be a loss in there somewhere. Torres, uh, on your podcast this week, uh, you asked the question, Jimbo is the problem at A&M. Is there a solution? Question mark. Oh, that's a great tease. Great tease. Great tease. Uh, oh, oh, you want me to talk about it? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, no. I mean uh, no, it's no, been I'm a couple kidding. of days on the podcast, but uh, yeah, I mean, just a little bit of tease. But uh, anytime we could pile on, on Jimbo in Tuscaloosa, it makes you more popular. If you know the old dirt neck, according to uh, Drew Diarmond. That's right. Um, that's what he calls he posted him. Posted on my posted on my Instagram page. Uh, old dirt neck there. Um, you know, listen. I you know what I would say about Texas A and M. So I was a guy that I you know I tried to defend Jimbo, and he's not as bad as people say. And you know, last year was they're young, and maybe they need it. They need another play caller, whatever. Uh, but you know, the Tennessee game was a lot like the Alabama game in which I thought there were moments where he had chance to seize control and he was afraid to do so. Um, you know, just like the Alabama game right before the half, he could use timeouts, get some clock, try to get some points before the half. Instead, he's comfortable going in. Uh, you know, the Alabama game was the punt on the 45 against Tennessee. There was other stuff, but you know, listen, Ryan, I'm just going to throw some stats at you. Okay. Okay. So this guy's paid $9 million a year. He's 25 and 20 in SEC games since he took over. Not good. He has yet to beat a ranked team on the road since he became the Texas A&M head coach. And they're on an eight game road losing streak as we speak right now. I mean, it's just, you can't argue that it's the, whatever, the offensive coordinator, the players, the bad luck injuries, like, at some point you are what your record says you are. And so when it comes to him and it comes to that program, I feel, I actually, I know you guys don't feel bad for the fans. I feel bad for the fans because they put everything they have literally and figuratively into that program. And they just keep coming up short. And so I don't know what the answer is. Bruce Feldman put out a report that they could buy him out. I, I don't see that happening after this year. I think they would lit, And I've talked to multiple sources that would indicate that, that's not a real option. I mean, yes, if they lose out and go four and eight, then in theory, could they could they fire him? Yes, I, they probably would. But you know, they have Mississippi State at home. They have uh, Auburn at home, I believe. I can't even remember. Uh, but they they have LSU and Ole Miss on the road. And so I just told you, eight straight losing games, uh, eight straight losses on the road. 
probably makes you feel pretty good that they're probably going to lose two more, which puts them at seven and five. And that's just not acceptable for $9 million a year, really a, a, a regression for a third straight season. Um, and so, yeah, so it's bad, but also I, you know, I respect Bruce Feldman. He's good at his job, but I, I, based on everybody that I've talked to, and we talked about it a little bit on this show last week, um, I, I don't think he's going to be let go. And so that's obviously news to Alabama fans because you can, you can start next season one and oh, Oh, I don't actually, I know the schedule has changed. Cause I was going to say you would have Texas A&M at home next year, but obviously the schedules have changed because of the realignment. But the point is, is that, you know, he's just not getting the job done. And I think at this point, it's just hard to argue that it's anyone other than him. That's the problem at this point. Well, and, and, and you mentioned the schedule. They've got South Carolina, uh, they got a bye week this week, so they get a chance to think more about that Tennessee loss for a couple of weeks and let it kind of simmer out there in College Station. Then you got South Carolina at home. Then you go to Ole Miss. I think that's an L, right? So that puts uh-huh. you at uh, six and four. Then you got Mississippi State at home. That's a win. Abilene Christian's a win. And then you got to go to LSU. Uh, that's a loss. That's right. They played Auburn already. I apologize. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Right. So so you think about two more losses at least. That'll put you at seven and five. That's where Texas A&M has been for like the last hundred years. Yeah. And, and, you know, and again, at a certain point, you know, last year, oh, they're so young, they're so injured. They need an offensive coordinator. What's the excuse this year? What's the excuse this year? If you lose those two games and I'll say this too, and this goes back to two weeks ago when we were previewing the Alabama A&M game, I actually thought A&M matched up better with Alabama, with Tennessee, because they kind of play similar styles than with Ole Miss and LSU who throw the football all over the field. So, you know, I'm not saying, listen, Alabama deserved to win that game in Tuscaloosa. Tennessee probably deserved to win that game against, um, they probably deserved to win that game against uh, against Texas A&M last year, or last week, excuse me. But I'm just sitting here saying is like, I thought those were the games where the matchups actually favored Texas A&M. I don't think those two big road games that you mentioned favor A&M at all. So listen, it, it's going to be a long year, and it gives us plenty of content to talk about. But like I said, I, I was the la- I think I was the last defender on the island. But I just don't know how you can look at these results. Look at an eight-game losing streak on the road. Look at the fact that he's never beaten a ranked opponent away from Kyle Field. That's just bad, Ryan. That's just really, really, really bad. I'll leave you with this. Torres on the podcast. We don't have time to get into it, but uh, with his colleague out there at Fox Sports on the TV side, Urban Meyer says he'll never coach again. Should we believe him? You can check more about that. Penn State, Ohio State, we didn't even have a chance to get into that. Alabama's picked fifth in the SEC as far as basketball. Basketball media day up in Birmingham. I I know. I couldn't get the... Is that who I got preempted for at, at 2 Central? No, 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 no. You did not. Yeah, we would never... Yeah, I mean, you you, you override Alabama. You would give you would give Coach Oates priority over me as you should, as you should. Hopefully, we can get Coach Nate Oates on very very soon. But I can't wait. How you feeling? How many how many days left? Uh, just a few, just a few. Uh, Come like, on, uh, eight, you know the days. Eighteen, maybe. I, I'm I'm having to do the math. Uh, I mean, I'm all dialed oh, in. Boy. So you got eighteen here. You got thirty one days, and it starts the fifth. So. Uh, or the six on that Monday night, so whatever that is. So you got 14, yeah, about 18 days, yeah. You know what I just realized, by the way? Yeah. College football playoff semifinal at the Rose Bowl this year. Maybe we get to hang out. You know, we were supposed to hang out in L.A. last year. Pete Golding ruined it. Maybe maybe we'll hang out. 
Uh, You'll come out here if, if Bama's there, right? Oh, no. I mean, we always make the trip. Man, that's an expensive that's right. trip, though. Man, it's, oh, that's pricey. Um, looking at the budget going, can we swing it? Uh, yeah. Uh, possibly. Possibly. But uh, it, I'll say this. The Rose Bowl is the best bowl to cover. It, it is. Yeah. They roll out the red carpet. I mean, I, trust do. me, as an Alabama media guy, we've had a chance to experience all these different bowl games. Yeah. Uh, the Rose Bowl yeah. is the granddaddy of them all. I mean, I understand why they've got this ego and they want to push people around and say, we're going to play on this date. We don't care what you say. Yeah, well, I mean, you're, you're well, the and it's funny because I will say this is I live in Pasadena is the game and the parade mean so they mean so much to this town. And you can argue like, yeah, like, like you just said, like, come on, you're trying to run all of college football, but to this town, it means like, it's not even just like an economic thing. It's like a pride thing. It's like a, you know, this is what the town is known for and they just want to put their best foot forward. And so I get why there has been such a big pushback from that bowl game to keep things status quo. I also get from the kind of broader college football perspective, why heading into, you know, a 12 team playoff next year, that's not going to be possible, but I just bring it up to say it it is. And, you know, obviously any Alabama fan, you know, if, if we're lucky enough to have that happen, you know, we'll arrange some stuff for all the Alabama fans coming out West, but, um, but yeah, it's a great event and, um, it's a great event. And, uh, I hope I hope I hope you come hang out. I'm not going to put too much pressure on you. It's still early, but I hope you come. Hey, out. I just hope we're there. I mean, if we're there, I'll be there. Uh, if we're there, yeah. and if Nick Saban can get this team in the playoffs, he deserves every Coach of the Gear award out there. Um, so, listen, they were all all my four from the preseason are still in good shape heading into this weekend. So I'm I'm looking to look smart and have all four of mine make it. And one of those teams was Alabama. So. He hosts, see if I can do it. he hosts the National College Football Recap Show on Fox Sports Radio that you can hear here on Tide at 100.9. How about yes, that? Sir. I mean, that just sounds good. He's the host of Fox Sports Radio National College Football Recap Show that you can hear from 11, excuse me, from 10 until 1 a.m. Central Time. Uh, 10 true. until 1 a.m. Central Time. So you can hang out and bring in the midnight uh, with Aaron Torres. Aaron Torres on the Twitter account, at Aaron underscore Torres. Check out podcasts and buy those basketball school t-shirts. The merchandise Hell is yeah. available at Aaron Torres online. Torres, appreciate you, man. Have a great rest of your day. No problem, family. It's great to be part of the same family, um, you know. But, yeah, go do your thing. I know you got a busy show. So have a great day. Roll Tide. Go Fox. You know, we need a, a Fox slogan, too. But we'll save that for next week. Well, Thanks, Ryan. appreciate you, man. Thank Bye. you, man. No, I was going to say I like the we are. That's a Penn State thing. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah. it. We are. Fox Sports. Fox Sports, not Penn State. Well, I know, but they do. We are Penn State. So it's isn't that a kind of a copy of that well, we as fox sports people that have no affiliation with penn state we say we are fox sports so. that's right i guess you can't really. All right, brother. thanks man have a great day torres helping us out aaron torres always fun to be a visit with him we're going to go with phone calls the rest of the way home a dreamland score prediction contest continues we'll take those calls next t-town tide 100.9 the home of alabama crimson tide sports always live Always local. Dependable news coverage. The latest news only from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom.
Today, we may find out what happened to Mountain Brook teenager Natalie Holloway when she disappeared from a graduation trip to Aruba in 2005. A drive through flu clinic being held at the Tuscaloosa County Health Department at 2350 Hargrove Road East until 1.30 this afternoon. Shots are $10 unless you have Blue Cross Blue Shield insurance, Medicare, or Medicaid. In sports, Pickens Academy, one of four Alabama Independent School Association members moving to the Alabama High School Athletic Association. The move is effective next year. For the latest local news in Tuscaloosa, Alabama Sports Updates. And severe weather information, download the free Tuscaloosa Threat app. Never pay for your news and sign up for our daily newsletter with news updates. Let me tell you about my friend Sonia at Freedom CBD, Tuscaloosa's original hemp dispensary. Unmatched quality and service, and they're focused on helping you find the right product to fit your needs. Sonia carries the largest selection of CBD, hemp flower, Delta 8 products in West Alabama, plus those amazing Freedom gummies everybody's talking about. Run by today. That's Freedom CBD. They're 1110 15th Street, right next to Ion Apartments. ST Bun Construction is now hiring truck drivers and mechanics. You'll be home every night with competitive pay. They offer Blue Cross, Blue Shield, Health and Dental, 401k, paid holidays, vacation, and sick time. Call Buck 205 331 3551. Here's your West Alabama traffic from the Towns and Nissan Traffic Center, and quite honestly, it's a mess. We got paving on 2059 eastbound. That's really backing up traffic all the way from exit 73 out to exit 77. Hopefully, that's going to clear soon. But in the midst of all that, we have a wreck. This is at mile marker 75 eastbound on 2059. We also have a wreck on Skyland northbound at exit 76 on to 2059. Let's just drive carefully. Hopefully, all the paving will end soon. If you conditions, give me a call, 205-886-8886. These are super offers from Townsend Nissan, two, four, six, eight, up to $10,000 off. Select Nissans. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. Alabama Credit Union, feel good about your money. AlabamaCU.com, the mobile app makes banking so much more convenient. All the mobile deposits, many times, you don't even have to go into the bank to manage your money, whether we're talking about checking, savings, mortgage, home equity loan, financing a vehicle. And remember, Roll Tide, show your pride with the official credit card of the University of Alabama Alumni Association, AlabamaCU.com, Alabama Credit Union with great branches all over West Alabama and throughout the state of Alabama. Alabama Credit Union. You could win a twin. Rumsey Environmental, serving the sound of my voice with waste removal services, portable toilet services, construction debris removal containers customized to fit your job site. Maybe it's remodeling. Maybe it's the storage containers. We did this about a year ago, moved all of our furniture into a storage container, brought out the construction debris removal containers. They customized to fit your job site. When you talk about when you have to know it's being done right, that's the time to call Rumsey Environmental, 205-248-0002, 205-248-0002. Rumsey Environmental, a one-stop shop serving West Alabama for all of your waste removal needs. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Lots of sunshine this afternoon. The high today around 73. Tonight, fair with the low at 51. Tomorrow, increasingly cloudy. The chance of a shower by afternoon. Showers a bit more likely tomorrow night. The high at 74 degrees. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 74 degrees in Tuscaloosa. 
Did you miss any episode on Tide 100.9? Don't worry. All of our shows can be found on Spotify and Apple Music and on demand on the Tide 100.9 app. Jam, first off, Bama Jam, good afternoon. You're in the game. I hope all is well. Hey, Ryan, how you doing, man? I'm good. Do you like that music to your ears, talking about Jimbo? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I went. I, t- I tell you, I went to the A&M game with my son. You you told us you were going. I don't think you gave us a yep. recap. Yep, no, I was there, man. That was a, that was a rocking stadium, buddy, let me tell you. That was, that was an exciting game. When we blocked when we blocked the field goal and they ran the the touchdown back, they were running right to the corner of the end zone where me and my son had our tickets. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, we got to watch him run the whole way. Of course, the flag took. Yeah, what you what you think about Dallas Turner there? Oh, he. Yeah, I mean that was that he barely touched him. I mean his shoulder pad kind of rubbed him. You know, I mean give me a break. And then there was a rough in the passer where he barely touched the guy, too. So I thought there was a couple of bad calls there. But, you know, that was an exciting game. And our our uh, players, you know, they played their hearts out. They really did. You know, as long as Alabama has been around, as long as I can remember, we've always played up to the competition, down to the competition. Maybe this week was just a down to the competition of Arkansas, and maybe you'll see the same Alabama play up to Tennessee this week. Well, you know, I hope so, Ryan. Uh, one thing I've noticed, you know, over the course of the year, one thing that seems to be consistent is that we really don't have much of an offense. We have a big play offense, but as far as, you know, being able to consistently run the football, I mean, we just don't do it. I mean, we didn't even run it on Arkansas really very well. Uh, so that's what concerns me. I mean, I love our team. I love Alabama, but... I'm just got to be real. I don't think we're a championship caliber team. I don't. What do you think's the I, ceiling for this team? I think we got another loss in us. I think out of the next, uh, you know, Tennessee, LSU, and Kentucky, I think one of those three is going to get us. Oh man, I, I just don't. I don't see it. Now, if you know, if our offense was playing better, I'd be like, yeah. You know, we've got an elite defense, but your defense can only take you so far. I mean, you get a you get a go up against a hot offense or something that, you know, happens to, you know, hit you here, hit you there. I just don't see our offense being able to I think it's gonna be L S U to be honest with you. Because their offense is so good. Wow. And, just, and, uh, that just would sting think, two years in a I, row. I just don't think we can match them point for point, you know, our offense against them. I mean, their defense is not doing that well, but they'll be up for us. So that's the game I'm thinking we're going to drop. But I don't want it to, but, 
know, well, you know both of we... us get two weeks to prepare, but mm-hmm. LSU gets three weeks because they play Army this week. <laughs> well, I mean, no true. offense to our our wonderful branch of uh, you know up in West Point, but uh, it's it's I mean, not one got, of those that got... requires a lot of prep time. I mean, it's it just it's just a matter of time when one of those blindside, uh, you know, QB sacks is going to hurt Milrow. I mean, the left side he can't see it coming. And he got nailed a couple times in the A&M game, you know, and it's just like how many times is he going to get hit before he gets hurt? And then then you're looking at a backup, and, I mean, Milrose our best chance to win if he can stay healthy. But, I mean, that line just cannot protect him. You know? It's and been a weakness. Line, it's been a weakness. And they can't get a push. They can't get a push to get a run game going. And I, I just cannot understand why. I don't. I don't know. It's frustrating, but uh, you know I love our team and I hope they can make it. But I just, I just got to be honest and say I, I don't think they're going to make it. Wow! Now they might make it to Atlanta, you know, but uh, I just, well, no, if they lose to LSU, they won't. Yeah, they won't. I mean, I guess there's still a mathematical way. I mean, you could lose to LSU, but then you kind of count on them to lose. But then again, time. we got to get through Tennessee too, and the way they you played think we last will? week. Because I'm, I'm looking for your score. I'm going to go 27, uh, Bama, and Tennessee, 20. 27, 27 to 20. 20. That'd be right there hand-in-hand hand with where Las Vegas is at. Jalen Milrow, total number of passing yards. 235. 235. Got it. Bama Jam, anything else? No, that's it. That's it, man. Oh, Jimbo's on the hot seat. I don't care what that uh, analysis, that guy that you were talking to was saying, he didn't see it. I see it. Because they want him gone. And here's the reason why. Because look at Texas. What is Texas? You know, they are got a good chance of going to the playoff this year. in Stark's third year. Jimbo's been here, what, just his sixth season? And the best he's going to do is seven and five? Uh, I guarantee you, if he goes seven and five, he's gone. Because they do not want to take Texas. Because Texas comes to A&M next year for a home game. They don't want to face Texas next year and lose. Yeah, but here's the problem. Where's the quality coaches at? Well, you got uh, Deion Sanders. <laughs> what would it be like if Deion came to came to College Station? You don't think he could turn it around? No. You don't think so? I don't. They've well, got I'm, everything. I, I mean, I'm trying. They've to got everything about... in place here. They've got the stadium. That stadium was really loud, by the way. That's probably one of the loudest stadiums I've ever been at. Uh, they've got the stadium. They've got the fans. They've got the facilities. they got top-rated facilities. You know, I, honestly, I think their facilities are as good as ours, if not better. They've got the state where, you know, you've got all the great recruit. A lot of great recruits come out of Texas. Of course, Alabama has great state recruits, too. And they've got the money. What else do you need? I mean, what what else do you need for that formula to have well, a program? But, but I don't care what Texas A&M, if they go hire Bill Belichick, they're still second fiddle in that state, their little brother. I mean, any way you want to spin it around, I mean, they're still little brother. I mean, I don't care what Auburn does. Auburn can win seven championships in a row. They'll always be little brother. And well, Texas A&M true. could do the same thing. I mean, they are not... In that state, you know it better than I do. Mm, Texas gets more attention than everybody else. Um, that, is, 
That is true. The home state always does. Yep. Thank okay, you. well, I appreciate it, Ryan. Thanks, you have Bama an awesome Jam. Week. Roll Tide. Bama Jam out in Texas. We'll come back. Dawson up next. T-Town Tide, 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Let me tell you about my friend Sonia at Freedom CBD, Tuscaloosa's original hip dispensary. Unmatched quality and service, and they're focused on helping you find the right product to fit your needs. Sonia carries the largest selection of CBD, hemp flower, Delta 8 products in West Alabama, plus those amazing Freedom gummies everybody's talking about. Run by today. That's Freedom CBD. They're 1110 15th Street, right next to Ion Apartments. ST Bun Construction is now hiring truck drivers and mechanics. You'll be home every night with competitive pay. They offer Blue Cross, Blue Shield, Health and Dental, 401k, paid holidays, vacation, and sick time. Call Buck, 205-331-3551. Here's your West Alabama traffic from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, and quite honestly, it's a mess. We got paving on 2059 eastbound. That's really backing up traffic all the way from exit 73 out to exit 77. Hopefully, that's going to clear soon. But in the midst of all that, we have a wreck. This is at mile marker 75 eastbound on 2059. We also have a wreck on Skyland northbound at exit 76 on 22059. Let's just drive carefully. Hopefully, all the paving will end soon. If you see conditions, give me a call, 205-886-8886. These are super offers from Townsend Nissan. Two, four, six, eight, up to $10,000 off. Select Nissans. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. On the next Inside the Locker Room with Coach Wimp Sanderson and Barry Sanderson. Tune in Thursday, 7.30. J.C. Sherbeth will join us. We'll go around the SEC with J.C. Also in the second hour, Dad will pick his blue plate special off to a hot 5-2 and two start. So stay tuned. Inside the Locker Room, weekdays 7 to 9 a.m. on Tide 100.9 and Tide100.9.com. Join Tide 100.9. Auto CPA, 527 Main Avenue in downtown Northport. Small business and personal income taxes, payroll, sales tax needs. They can also help you with nonprofit or church accounting or auditing in business since 1999. They work for you, not the IRS. When you take on taxes, you got to have someone on your side. It's Don Wada CPA, two. 205-345-5595 Don Wada CPA the official accountant of the game Southern Owl House 1530 McFarland Boulevard eat southern be southern all the biscuit sandwiches the great southern cuisine like the bacon wrap meatloaf the fish and taters all the great sandwiches like the yard bird, the great salads, the daily lunch and dinner specials Monday through Saturday at Southern Owl House. We've also opened up an additional part of Southern Owl House and expanded with our catering needs there to fulfill what you're looking for. 205-248-7500. Ask for Taylor. 205-248-7500. Catering from a small party to a large corporate event. Southern Owl House, 1530 McFarland Boulevard. Best sports talk show in all of Alabama. The game with Ryan Fowler on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
prediction, the ex excitement beginning to build here in Tuscaloosa, the third Saturday of October, the third Saturday of October. And it will be the officially, not just the phrase, the third Saturday of October. It will be the third Saturday of October, the 7th, the 14th, and the 21st, uh, 2.30 CBS. And we're talking about it right here. Let's go to Dawson. Dawson, good afternoon. You're in the game. I hope all is well. Song, uh, I, your Rolodex said, don't let it roll back around. <laughs> Which one? This one? The one you just played. Oh, that, that was good stuff, was it not? Oh, that was that was, that was pretty sorry right there. I got to tell you, I screaming and carrying on. Ryan, I sing. You know, I'm a, I don't have to scream uh, to sing a song. Matter of fact, I, my estimation is if you got to scream to sing a song and get your lyrics across, you're just not much of a singer and the song is not much of a song. But uh, there have been a few people who's made a few million dollars screaming <laughs> all right ryan Ooh, i like that song <laughs> yeah. dawson i don't think you you must not have listened to it right but i'm like your cell phone is uh performing like alabama's offensive line dawson dawson your, your cell phone right. is like our left tackle we we block some and we let some go by so now, can you hear it now? Yeah, we're perfect. Okay. Um, well, we sealed I'm the on, edge there. We sealed the edge there, Dawson. We got that. Hey, we, <laughs> we didn't let him get to our quarterback. There, that it sounds great. I mean, now. you you've got to get it. You know, you got to get it right. I'll just, you just had to tell me. We just got to tell them. Got to tell them what to do out there, and they'll do it. Well, Ryan, like I started to say, I think I started to say. But you've become this, uh, I don't know, cookie monster or whatever. You're, uh, everything monster. is That's negative. Well I, mean, well, I mean, everything is bad. There's just nothing good. And, and if you can attach yourself to the negative, you're going to do it. I mean, it's just like with the rankings. So here you got two polls. One says 11. And one has one has Alabama eleven, one has Alabama eight. Well, you don't even mention eight. You just you say eleven. You keep saying eleven, and that eleven is a popular poll. It's the one being manipulated I don't, to I don't. keep the Southeastern Conference out. Well, I mean, to, to be uh, honest, okay, okay. So, and then the coaches' poll is more much more legitimate to what I, I think it, you'll see. It's a conspiracy. It is. Well, there is a conspiracy out there. There's no question that there is that they want to shut out the Southeast. There's no question. They'd love to do it. Uh, well, to, to, be honest, gonna... to be honest with you, both polls are worthless. That's not true. Because the first poll that will come, that will come out will be based on, the, on those polls. That's been going on the entire And you watch when it comes out. It will almost be identical to the coaches' poll. When it comes out, and um, a lot of coaches are on that, are on the uh, what do we call that championship? Oh, whatever. I mean, Nick Simmons said the other day he didn't even do it. He just well, lets his sports information well, department yeah, I mean, submit I, the top twenty-five. Well, I think I think a lot of people do that, but they they know what they're 
I think they know what they're doing. But I don't want to get hung up on that. I'm just saying that uh, we do have a poll. And as long as we have a poll and you're going to use it, and you mentioned it, and you only use 11, but you don't use 8, okay, there's something I'll, wrong with that. I'll start using 8. So, yeah, well, that's what it, that's what it is this week. Hey, we jumped up a couple of spots from the week before. So, but, but I, also anyway, used, I also used Tennessee at 17. So maybe I should, should I up them or keep them at 17? <laughs> I mean, well, right on the higher, the higher they rank, the better for us. Okay, I can tell you that okay. much. All right. All right. So <laughs> number eight but, against uh, number 15. I, I apologize. And, uh, well, I mean, I'm so not, that, that would make I'm this not, a top 15 showdown. Well, right, it is a big showdown. It is. It is. And it, it doesn't matter that they're ranked. Fifteen. I mean, they're uh, they're a very good football team, and we'll get a lot of marks for beating them. Not here in Tuscaloosa. Not not with Ryan. It doesn't mean anything. I mean, you can't even see a victory. I think you said I can't see a victory, but no, you know it I can said, happen. No, 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 but no. I can't see it. No, 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 no. I I said I can't see it winning by ten points. I don't see this blowout. Who Vegas has got right now at nine and a half points. Uh, I don't see it happening that way. I think until this team shows me another difference, uh, these games are going to be close. Now I'm not saying Alabama's going to lose. I'm just saying that it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be a fourth quarter game. Well, I don't think it will be a fourth quarter game, but I never think that going to be a fourth quarter game. But um, and then this guy comes on and he says. Uh, he says, you know, from out there in Texas or somewhere, he's going to be a big Alabama fan. And he can't see Alabama going without another, at least another loss. He can't see that. And I just keep asking myself, you know, these people are calling themselves Alabama fans. You're not an Alabama fan if you can't see Alabama winning the ball game. I mean, it's just it's absolutely crazy. We're sitting here at six and one, and did and did you say what did Bush say? You said about mathematical, mathematical way to what? You said something about a mathematical way. You talking about to the championship game to the SEC or what? No, I said it would look better, and I'll I'll stand by it. I know that Alabama fans would love to see Georgia, uh, you know, get popped in the mouth, right? I mean, I'd love to see them lose out, but it's not going to happen. I said it would probably be better for Alabama if Georgia's sitting there at number one, right? Well, it's always better for the teams that you play to be ranked as high as they can be sure. when you play them. So they would be the number one. And I we mean, go over and let's say we go over and just smack them in the mouth. They're number one and the coaches or the college football selection committee. They're number one. They believe that they're number one team. Alabama goes out there and did what they did to Georgia a couple of years ago in the SEC title game. So we earn well, our way no, in. There's no question. You want your teams ranked higher. I don't want Georgia to lose. You want your teams ranked higher. But it's not because I don't see that because I think that if they're not, we don't have a shot of getting in there. Like it's being floated around here that we don't have any way of even getting in, even if we win the conference. I mean, it's absolutely outrageous. The, the only thing I said is if you look at these undefeated teams, there could be a scenario where they went out and we're sitting there with blemish. So, you know, you could look at Michigan, Ohio State. They could win out. So one of those teams could be undefeated 
in the spot. We're not going to jump over an undefeated Big Ten team. Fair? Do you think we will? Well, what? But but I, I, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see, but I know okay. one thing for sure. Well, how about an sitting ACC here, team? Sitting here in the middle of the season, sitting here in the middle of the season and fostering that here in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, doesn't sound like a very good thing to me. I mean, I think we should – everybody's going to trash us outside of Tuscaloosa, so I don't understand why we have to concede it and preach it here in Tuscaloosa. All right. Well, here's a bouquet so, of roses, Dawson. We'll we'll try to make it look better. Well, no, it's not a matter right? – you don't have to make it look better. We are Alabama. We are, and you can trust us. We are Alabama. We're sitting at 6-1. and one. We're going to be in the SEC championship game. We have a chance to win a national championship. That's the kind of thing we should talk about, not all this little iffy stuff and why well, can keep us out and all that kind of thing. And then you say, and just a couple more things, then you say that Arkansas yeah, is a down team. Arkansas is a down team. They've won team. two stinking games, Dawson. They it are a down. It doesn't matter. They will beat your butt. Go tell if that you're to not the ready to play. Go tell. Oh, okay, because well. they are good enough. They are good enough to beat your butt. But it, well, right now, we're not talking about the way that look, the, the um, posturing of it. We're talking about reality on the field and what it takes to beat them. That's what I'm talking about. And I can tell you this right now. They were good. We got to run, Dawson. And they, and they had a quarterback that made – they had a quarterback yep. just like Tennessee's quarterback can win that ball game for Tennessee. I'm I'm sorry. We did beat the Kansas City Chiefs. I apologize, Dawson. No, Thanks I so didn't much. say that. You know I didn't say that. But I can tell you this right now. They're good enough to beat anybody they play. I love as long as they got that quarterback and those receivers, they're good enough to be anybody they play. Roll time, but, Dawson. Um, I gotta, I gotta go. I'm, I'm literally out of time. I'm, I'm, I'm way past the break. Dawson, I thank you, man. Have a great day. Roll tide. Roll tide. We'll continue with more of the game. Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Duke's Eatery right there on University Boulevard, 205 University Boulevard. Call ahead orders, 205-758-2455. We always like to say close enough that you can smell the championships. It used to be the fringe of the campus of the University of Alabama. Now the campus has built around them. When you're talking about a great sandwich like the Nukes Q sandwich or maybe a great salad, that macaroni and cheese is outstanding. The bowl of soup, a cup of soup, as we uh, lower temps here in West Alabama, you can parlay those and you can pick Pick a pair. Maybe it's a California-style pizza. Maybe it's the great chicken salad, the pimento cheese. Catering from a small office party to a larger corporate event. Nukes Eatery, 205 University Boulevard. Close enough that you can smell the championships. Go see Joel Bromfield and all the friendly folks at Nukes on University Boulevard. This is John Sue. WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a town square media station. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. 
Here's Isaac Lohenkron. Las Vegas Raiders quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo is not practicing today due to a back injury. Buffalo Bills quarterback Josh Allen was a limited participant in practice because of a right shoulder injury. Cleveland Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson did not practice today. He's missed the last two games because of a rotator cuff injury and said his status for Sunday's game at Indianapolis is up in the air. Colts rookie quarterback Anthony Richardson will have season-ending surgery to repair his right shoulder. The Arizona Cardinals officially designated quarterback Kyler Murray to return from the physically unable to perform list and is returning to practice today. NBA Philadelphia 76ers star and franchise annihilator James Harden did not show up for practice today. He's been seeking a trade for the last several months. Baseball tonight at 8 Eastern. Game 3 of the ALCS with the Texas Rangers leading the Houston Astros two games to none. Back into the game, we are always powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota, TuscaloosaToyota.com. Buy three tires, get that fourth tire for only $1 happening right now on Scotland Boulevard and online at TuscaloosaToyota.com. Let's continue with phone calls. We're going to Paul and Lincoln. Paul, good afternoon. You're in the game. Ryan, how you doing, buddy? How you doing after that call? Well, I mean, he tore me a new one. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I had to go change pants during the break because I was I, I didn't have any... <laughs> I mean, he, he, he ripped me up. Uh, I, I just wish I had the optimism, uh, optimism that, that Dawson has. Uh, I mean, I believe Ryan, he could make he, the he, Vanderbilt Commodores into being best team in college. He could. Yeah. He, he could. And I, I love mean, Dawson. I love him and love. Yeah, but it's, that's, that's what we love it's almost it. hard to have a conversation in, in those areas because – I can't make Arkansas into this world beater that they're not. Right, right, right. And and I thought Bama Jam made some legitimate concerns uh, on his call. But, uh, you know, I mean, it's not like this offense is, is, is the, the, um, the replication of the, the 2018 offense or the 2019 or, uh, or the 2020. It's just, it's just a different. It's different players, um, and and it's just a different a different offense completely, totally. Um, but obviously, if you if you if you pick against Alabama, according to Dawson, you are not a real Alabama fan. No, that that's that that's what I hear, right? Yeah, it's it's true. It's a true statement. That's true statement. Okay, okay. I'm just. Uh, uh, well, even if I you mean, have I, a small I, doubt, yes, surrounding it, 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 it doesn't just have to be a, a, a loss. If you if you like like Ryan, you, you sow you sow a lot of negative seed on the show, according to Dawson. Uh, so you know, but I, I mean, what it, what kind of fool would I look like if I came <laughs> in and I said, "Well, I tell you what, uh, we just beat the Super Bowl champs, Arkansas, or we just beat." This team has issues. They've been able to navigate those issues. When do they all tie together, or when do yes, or when do they all fall apart, or when does it cost? I mean, you know, Bama Jam made the comment a couple of minutes ago. How many licks? I mean, look at the mobile quarterbacks, tough son of a guns that are out of the NFL. There's Mm -hmm. only so much that a quarterback can take. I mean, keep in mind. I mean. Jalen Milrow, 
has got beat up this season. And and that's a legitimate concern that, that Bama Jam brought up. And, and, um, and, and that's not the only thing, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a lot of warts on this team. And, and in spite of those warts, we are six and one and everything is down to, still in front of us. Yeah. Every, everything's in your, it's in your control. But let me ask you, Ryan, if things go south Saturday, if things go south Saturday, will you be looking for another Facebook rant by our, our dear brother Dawson? Um, when he this was like, the year anniversary that he had a meltdown. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yes. Last year, remember, he went off on everything Alabama after that game. So, um, and I know you remind him of it every every now and then. And well, sometimes that, I just read it to him. Uh, I go back yeah. and find mm-hmm. it, and uh, man, he he tore them all to pieces, all to pieces. He he, he did, he did. Um, Brian, listen, I have, you know, the, you know, your original question was, you know, your memories of, of these games and uh, Tennessee and Bama games. And, Brian, you, it, I could go, I could talk for two weeks uh, about the, the, the memorable games that I've attended, that I've watched of, of Alabama and Tennessee. Um, um, the, the, the 72 is, is, a, is, a, is a favorite of mine. Uh, um, Brent uh, mentioned that on uh, when he was on your show earlier. Um, the '73, uh, the '79 game. Um, you know, Alabama's down 17 nothing. They go 17-7 to the half, and and Coach Bryant tells this is this is a game in Birmingham, Legion Field, and Coach Bryant tells them at halftime we've got them right where we want them, and Alabama comes out and scores 20 unanswered points to win 27-17. But Ryan, I tell you one 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 memory I have in nineteen eighty seven, Bill Curry's first first season at, at Alabama. Um, I hadn't seen my dad in quite a while. He lived in Memphis, so me and my wife said we're going to go up and watch. We're going to and Alabama played in Memphis State. It was Memphis State back then. Sure. Uh, me and my wife decided we're going to we're going to drive up to the game, see my dad, and visit for the weekend. You know, it's Alabama, Memphis State. Okay, so you know what what could happen. <laughs> well, uh, let me tell you what can happen. Uh, Alabama goes in there half cocked and gets upset ten to seven in, in the Liberty Bowl. Well, it just so happened to be Tennessee's. They had a they had a bye week that weekend that Alabama was playing Memphis State. And the Liberty Bowl was covered in that puke orange um, color of, of Tennessee. And it just so happened the very next Saturday, Tennessee was off that week. The next Saturday, Tennessee was coming to Birmingham to play Alabama at Legion Field. And on the way out of the stadium at the Liberty Bowl, I mean, I got, I mean, the Tennessee fans were laughing their, their heads off. Because little old Memphis State has upset the mighty tide. And uh, they said that, you know, they were, can't wait to see you next Saturday night in Birmingham. Because if you think this is bad, wait wait till next Saturday night when Tennessee comes down there. And, uh, you know, there wasn't a whole lot you could say. But needless to say, Tennessee did come to Birmingham the following Saturday night. 
and a wounded Alabama team unloaded on the Tennessee Vols that night, 41 to 20. I think it was 41 to 24, I think, 41 22, something like that. Alabama just unloaded on them that night. Um, and uh, I'll always remember sitting in the Liberty Bowl that, that day after that game and those Tennessee fans, you know, razzing me. And then the next Saturday night, it was it was a beatdown. And uh, that that's that's you know, like I said, I've got many, many, many well, Bama Paul, Tennessee and, memories. And, and talking about Tennessee memories, I've got uh, I've got the 1990 Alabama Tennessee game on in the background, just sitting here watching it. And I'm watching oh, Philip yeah. Dole because we're gonna we're gonna feature Philip tomorrow uh, to talk about this game. And I just watched Kevin Turner uh, pick up positive yards to make it a doable kick right uh, yeah, yeah, and, and yeah. Kevin Turner just picked up positive yards on back-to-back plays that allowed right, Alabama right, right. To, to attempt a 48-yarder and uh, Philip Dole's kick and that's that's the game that's the game that Lee Corso said on game day prior to that game that it was going to be Tennessee Alabama that year in 90 was going to be like a college team playing a high school thing sure Alabama had no chance to win that game and uh, other than Dawson I'm sure there was a lot of Alabama fans that were doubting uh, whether Alabama could uh, could be man enough to go to Knoxville and and, and beat them. But uh, darn if we didn't didn't go up there and beat them, and that's a great memory. Um, and I remember the 2002 game in Knoxville that uh, Tennessee had run off like seven in a row, eight in a row, and uh, and um, I remember Casey Clawson threw a threw a, a, a a pass out into the flats and threw it behind the line of scrimmage. And one of our DBs, you know, the ball was just laying there. One of our DBs saw, saw what had happened and picked it up and ran it in for a touchdown. And Alabama wound up breaking the, the streak up there in Knoxville that night. Um, and I was actually in, in at the game. Um, and, um, Ryan, the, the, you know, like I've said all week, I love this game. I love this time of the year and and at this time of the year you know this game is is uh, is upon us and um it's just uh there's really few things in not in life but few things in sport can match this pageantry this tradition uh which is the third saturday in october and uh, like i'm sitting here watching this and it's coach stallings young young coach stallings uh yeah mm-hmm. you know cheering up his team oh my lord i just watched the kick literally just went went through the uprights and uh man what what a what a coaching staff his first coaching staff was i mean you had you had brother oliver sure uh you know i guess your d coordinator mike dubose of the d line i saw mike dubose just a couple of minutes ago on the sidelines yeah it's pretty awesome oh okay 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 um you know you it, it was you know mal moore was was the oc yeah uh, man, it was um, man, it was really, really a solid coaching staff. And um, man, what 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 memories? Listen, Ryan, just think about this. What memories does being an Alabama football fan? What kind of memories do, does that bring uh, to you in in, in, in oh, life? It's, it's, you know, yeah, it's it's, it, it's, it's Listen, I know football in life. You know. There's a lot of lot of things important other than football, but Alabama football run for so many people and for so long, for so many decades, Alabama football has brought just 
great joy, great memories. Um, and, and man, there, there's really in sport that to me, there is nothing like being an Alabama football fan. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And I mean, think about, you know, the, the things Cause I've that... seen a lot, Ryan. I've, I've seen, I've seen a lot. I started following Alabama in 1971. That's when I became intoxicated. Listen to that Bama USC game out in Los Angeles, you know, at night. It was 10 o'clock in, in Birmingham when I was listening to it with my older brother on that transistor radio. Yeah. John Forney and Doug Layton on the call. And man, what, what, uh, that, that, that's what kicked it off for me, man. And, uh, and I hadn't looked back. It's just, uh, it's just a great joy and a great pleasure. Uh, and I take a lot of pride in being an Alabama fan. I really do. Got it. Yeah, me too. Me too as well. And, and it's so much fun to be able to cover, you know, this great dynasty. And if, and if this team makes it to the college football playoffs, uh, this year will have a significance in, in our mind because it was the struggles and they were able to navigate that. Uh, if they were to make it, Ryan, all bets are off, brother. If Alabama somehow, someway, and I know there's a lot of, there's a lot of road to cover before you get there, but if it happens, all bets are off, you know. Uh, you know, Alabama would be in the thick of it, you know. So, we'll we'll, we'll just see. But let's uh, let's get through Tennessee first and take us a week off. And hopefully, uh, Monday. You know, I'll be talking to you tomorrow and Friday. But hopefully, when we get back Monday, and uh, we, we, you know, we're uh, we still got stogies in our mouth. Hey, this is the launching pad, Paul. Thank you so much. Roll Tide. Real time, buddy. Right back to you. Paul helping us out. We'll continue taking phone calls. Tommy, Romulus. Tommy, good afternoon. You're in the game. Hey, Ryan. How are you? Good. You still want to beat Tennessee's, you know what? Yes. Yes. And I'm going to make a a comparison. I'm going to say something. I'm kind of getting tired. If you don't go wholehearted, if you complain against Alabama or you see something wrong, you're a fair weather fan. I'd be damned if I'm a fair weather fan. You know what I'm saying? I'm kind of getting tired of that little talk. You know what? I'm not worried about the playoff now. I'm not worried about Georgia. When we take care of business this Saturday, I want revenge. Like you said, I'm going to kick, kick some ass. You understand me? I want revenge. Maybe this year. is the launching pad. Maybe they've had redemption on their so. mind for three or four weeks, and this is the team where they tie it all together and they stomp a mud hole in Tennessee. That's what I want. I don't want no mercy, no moss. I mean, if the sister of the blind were walking out in the field wearing UT uniform, knock him 50 yards back. I do not care. It's Tennessee because I got reason. Everybody can remember games. I remember the 72 game. First time I went to Knoxville, Ryan Fowler, I was 11 years old. I didn't think I was going to see my mother again after the game. I had crap phoning me. I was cursed. With, I learned a lot of biology that weekend, and it wasn't from a book. And you mean tell something? I have no use for these people. The reason I picked Tennessee last year, I know it gets thrown up. I had no faith in Pete Goni. If you cannot correct the problem he'd been doing all last year, you're going to get beat. I don't care how good a thought or how much you love Alabama. He could not correct the problem. He could not make adjustment. If I'm a fair weather fan, so damn be it. But I want Alabama kicked ass Saturday. You understand me? Yeah. You say it, Ron Fowler. Uh, Nick Saban's got your comment. What do you think about that, Coach? Hell yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I'm going to hear you say it.
fella. Get down. Get the fan base riled up. We got to get fired up, Tommy. And what yeah, we I need to do, Ron? That's right. Come on, coach. All right. I mean, you know, just got to remind us of the hatred that we have for this, and you do a good job of that. Well, I have seen how they act and what they did last year, and nobody called them out on it. And you know, I listened to the commission today talking about tip-off for SEC basketball. The man makes me sick. Greg, safety, I have no guts. What'd he do? Oh, they've, they've done the tip-off today for SEC basketball. What? I guess up in Nashville. No, it's East in Birmingham. Birmingham. Oh, Birmingham, okay, well. I didn't know. I didn't know they did Birmingham for basketball. No, so, and um, well, thank you for correcting me on that. I didn't. So, I guess. Um, I mean, I'm trying to think of another day they would do it, though. What? I mean, basketball media day. Well, I mean, I just saw him. Out, you know, that I watched. You know, flipped the TV around this morning. He was speaking. They had Alabama on there, and they oh, um, they had. Uh, <clears throat> Um, that dirt bag across the state home and um, there's a uh, bunch of dirt bags across the state. Which one are you talking about? The head basketball coach of uh, uh, I milk cows for a living. You oh Bruce Pearl. Yes, yeah. yes. I know. He likes you. to take his shirt off, does he not? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and and people problem. like him and I shouldn't take our shirt off. We we oh, should we no, should come. Right. I agree. Yeah. I agree. But um. No, it just—I hear him speak, and I'm just like, "Yeah, I just can't stomach thinking." Really, I can't. It just—have we ever had a friend in the SEC office? No. I mean, oh, as far as a commissioner, the what all the schools saying now, Tennessee. Oh, you're getting your payback now. Because Bryant went around because he had his buddies from Kentucky when he was at Kentucky, and you know. Bryant had everybody here. You know, Coach Bryant was like that. When Coach Bryant spoke, people listened. He was more powerful than E.F. Hutton when it comes to football, what things for the SEC. And he was usually right. That's a but. No, I better get off. I don't want to be filibusting. You accused me of that other time, so. I just want to keep you fired up. Well, thank you. Week. Thank you. I mean, Tommy, you're a great reminder. And I'm just sitting here thinking about this university and the lack of integrity that they've shown over the years. Um, I guess that maybe is what stands out to me about Tennessee is, yeah, we can think about the great memories, and there's certainly some of those, but I also think about the lack thereof of integrity. Well, um, no, they, I mean, we, I mean, we call them hillbilly. I, I don't call them hillbilly. I don't insult hillbilly. There's some good hillbillies in the mountain. These inbreds, I don't want to have nothing to do with. You understand me? And I'm being nice. I'm not going to say nothing. Give me that. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. But. Roll time. But, you know, it just. I want to be them somebody I can't stand it. Well, I really. I mean. Got it. I got to do it, Ron. I got to get after them. Roll Tide. Tommy, thanks, man. Have a good one. Uh, Tommy gave us a score yesterday. We'll continue to take those. We'll come back. We'll take Jumbo on the other side. No, actually, I'm sorry, Digger on the other side. 
and then Jumbo. Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Always live. Always local. Dependable news coverage. The latest news only from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom. Today, we may find out what happened to Mountain Brook teenager Natalie Holloway when she disappeared from a graduation trip to Aruba in 2005. A drive through flu clinic being held at the Tuscaloosa County Health Department at 2350 Hargrove Road East until 1.30 this afternoon. Shots are $10 unless you have Blue Cross Blue Shield insurance, Medicare, or Medicaid. In sports, Pickens Academy, one of four Alabama Independent School Association members moving to the Alabama High School Athletic Association. The move is effective next year. For the latest local news in Tuscaloosa, Bama Sports Updates, and severe weather information, download the free Tuscaloosa Threat app. Never pay for your news and sign up for our daily newsletter with news updates. Let me tell you about my friend Sonia at Freedom CBD, Tuscaloosa's original hip dispensary. Unmatched quality and service, and they're focused on helping you find the right product to fit your needs. Sonia carries the largest selection of CBD, hemp flower, Delta 8 products in West Alabama, plus those amazing Freedom gummies everybody's talking about. Run by today. That's Freedom CBD. They're 1110 15th Street right next to Ion Apartments. ST Bun Construction is now hiring truck drivers and mechanics. You'll be home every night with competitive pay. They offer Blue Cross, Blue Shield, Health and Dental, 401k, paid holidays, vacation, and sick time. Call Buck, 205-331-3551. Here's your West Alabama traffic from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center on a gorgeous Wednesday afternoon. The paving work is completed on 2059 and the wrecks are cleared. 69 backed up at Union Chapel, Lurling northbound heavy downtown, and McFarland westbound slow from Rice Mine over to 69. Now, if you see conditions, give me a call, 205-886-8886. These are super offers from Townsend Nissan. Two, four, six, eight, up to $10,000 off. Select Nissans. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. 20 years ago, Dr. McGee, Dr. Lovely, Dr. Posey started MedCenter Urgent Care Family Medicine. They saw a need in our community. Now they've expanded to not just the original location in the Lowe's Shopping Center, Northport, right past Highway 43 on McFarland Boulevard, right past North River on Rice Mine Road, Demopolis, Fayette, Hoover, Alabama. We expect the unexpected. MedCenterUrgentCare.com online check-in. We've got to get you back to 100% occupational health, injuries, a little under the weather. It's MedCenter Urgent Care Family Medicine. Did you know? The paint spot, Philip Williams, locally owned and operated since 1971. Quality paint, expert advice. Bigger medium projects, I recommend renting the airless paint sprayer. Northport, right off McFarland Boulevard, right past Highway 43, 15th Street in Tuscaloosa, close to the Hardin's Bakery, 1971. Philip Williams, locally owned and operated. The paint spot, you'll find the quality paint, the expert advice. If you're redoing a deck, maybe you're painting a home or a building, or maybe even a swimming pool or tennis court, it is the paint spot. Two locations to serve you since 1971. I'm attorney. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Lots of sunshine this afternoon. The high today around 73. Tonight, fair with a low at 51. Tomorrow, increasingly cloudy. The chance of a shower by afternoon. Showers a bit more likely tomorrow night. The high at 74 degrees. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 74 degrees in Tuscaloosa. 
where the legends of Alabama football hang out. McCarron, throw play. Lacey, touchdown. huge hole. Touchdown, yep, yep. Alabama touchdown. The game with Ryan Fowler. Your home for Alabama, Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Rumors spread around in that Texas town. What reminds you about my friends at Southern Owl House, 1530 McFarland Boulevard. Dinner tonight, Baja Fish Tacos, Prime Ribs, Smoked Pork Chop, and then Fried Okra is the vegetable of the day. Tomorrow, Nashville Hot Style Chicken Tacos, Coffee Rub Beef Brisket, and the Cajun Shrimp Alfredo. That will be the lunch spots. Uh, Black Eyed Peas will be the vegetable of the day. Dinner tomorrow night, Prime Ribs, Smoked Pork Chop. Cajun shrimp Alfredo. It's more than just the daily special. They got biscuit sandwiches. They got great salads, uh, great seafood entrees, great steaks. Uh, the, all that Southern cuisine. Eat Southern, be Southern at Southern Owl House. 1530 McFarland Boulevard. 1530 McFarland Boulevard. Also, think about those guys when we talk about catering or call ahead orders. 205 248 205-248-7500, Southern Owl House. Let's continue with more phone calls. We go to Digger. Digger, good afternoon. You're in the game. Shout out to the bumper music. Yeah, that's pretty good. I, I, even, the only person that doesn't like the bumper music is Dawson. Oh, well, no. <laughs> Speaking of Dawson, by the way, let me say this. This is very important for you guys, especially in the state of Alabama. I got a dear friend of mine over there at the courthouse checking out what's going on with the Natalie Hunter case. Y'all keep that guy there and bury him under the jail. Okay. Yeah, you I'll know what? I, I hope that. Curious about that. Well, I hope today provides some closure for the Holloway family. Um, and uh, you know, I yeah. always say this: the judge may get you on this side, or you may be able to escape by, but uh, the judge is going to get you one day, and uh, the ultimate Ooh. judge. So. Uh, yeah, there, there's probably some there's probably some bubbas out there that uh, would probably love to uh, to introduce themselves. Accidentally to him. run into him, yeah, I know. Uh, real quick, Dawson, listen, buddy, I understand your your fanatical approach to Crimson Tide and everything, but you're not a fan. You're a sycophant, and there's a difference. Okay. At some point, you got to understand the theory of competition and appreciation, okay? You're going to lose some time, okay? <laughs> okay? How you win, I can understand, okay? But you got to understand how you win and how you're going to correct it from the next time, okay? Okay, so don't be a knucklehead. That's why you're running a tomato stand, okay? Not that I'm knocking it. Okay, it takes somebody special to do that, but I can't even grow tomatoes. Okay, but I'm just saying, don't be a knucklehead when it comes to crimson time. You know, Las Vegas got y'all up for nine and a half. I wouldn't touch that with the 10 foot pole when it was supposed to be 19 last week. What the hell's going on over there? Uh, we're just waiting right? our turn, right. Now, Mike from Dog Nation, damn near choke on my beefy tostada for that idiot statement that he made about viewers in the Oklahoma game. He was 19 for 19 at one point 
Over 385 yards. Yes, he had three turnovers, but only resulted in seven points. And he did have us ahead of Oklahoma with a minute 17 left. Okay, it was our defense that failed us, okay? For, forget about so, all that. I got to ask one important question. Yeah. Why have we not heard from you since you played the Red River rivalry? You've not Dude, called one time since then. I called one. I called when our best, dear beloved left for Boston. Okay. Okay. I, I, haven't s- had I stand correctly. Now, okay. I almost called yesterday because that knucklehead Jim from South Carolina, you remember him? He said there was no Cowboys in Austin. Just letting you know, my Austin Gambler won the PBR standing. But aren't you guys being the world took over by, like, liberals out in Austin? I mean, aren't you guys like the liberal capital of Texas? You guys. Nobody likes to talk about that. We have our side, too. We have a very conservative Republican governor. Just a big old thorn in their side. Our problem with those stupid idiots from California, they keep raising our taxes. Ooh, yeah, that's it, never good. It's, listen to this. You're going to love this story. Well, Na- Nashville's doing idiot. the same thing with the California libs coming in. It's brutal. It's yeah. brutal, man. It's brutal. It's like... It's unfortunate, but all those idiots in California tore up the whole state and just uh, overtax them and everything, and they can't make a living out there. So what do they do? They move out. They go to Texas, Tennessee, New York, and they try and increase their taxes there. It's a joke. But real quick, got a rat in my I'm sorry? Yeah. A rat in my garage. You got do? after my deer feed. Ooh. <laughs> right. So my wife freaked out. She stop coming in the house and going to stay in a hotel until we get rid of this rat. Well, HOA found out about it. I got to freaking remediate. $2,000 worth of my insulation in my garage. Why? Because I got an idiot Californian on the HOA telling me, oh, no, all the ceremonies at the rest, they'll just be coming back. <laughs> I didn't know where you were going with me when you brought up a rat in the garage and your wife living in a hotel. I was like, okay, okay. It's, these, it's just they're everywhere, Ryan. These Californians are up my butt and you don't even know it. Over a dead rat. It's ridiculous. By the way, I'm taking Alabama over Tennessee. Y'all better win this game. I'm with you. Georgia has to be undefeated if you play them in the SEC and get in the playoffs. Same way with Texas. We want Oklahoma to be undefeated when we go play them for the Big 12 championship. That's how it works. Okay. Give me a score. Be the dragon slayer. Give me a score. On what? The Alabama, Tennessee. Alabama and Tennessee. <laughs> Alabama and Tennessee. Okay, here we go. You ready? Yeah, we're ready. Alabama seventeen, Tennessee three. All right, Jalen Milrow, Milrow passing yards. Passing yards. Two twenty-five. He's going to be doing a lot of running. Two twenty-five, yeah. Digger. We appreciate you so much for being a part Later. of the show. <laughs> Roll Tide, golly bum. Uh, Jumbo next. T-Town Tide, 100.9, 1230 WTBC, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. 
Kitchen Mexican Food right there in Northport. If you're looking for the great specials daily, the fajitas are outstanding. The pastures dip, the appetizers, the fried ice cream, always a great option. It is Pastures Kitchen Mexican Food. Also, find the food truck. And we are also now serving breakfast at Pastures Kitchen Mexican Food. Stop by the McFarland Boulevard location. You can also find him in Northside, Pastures Kitchen Mexican Food with Pastor Garcia. Join Tom. Daniel Moreart.com. As we celebrate special occasions, birthdays, anniversary, that Alabama fan in your life, it's Daniel Moreart.com. Christmas time upcoming. You want to celebrate that Alabama fan by visiting the website. All the great prints celebrating Heisman winners, great coaches. Nick Saban and Alabama has given us so many great moments to think about. And we talk about living rooms. Tua Tungavailoa, second and 26. Devontae Smith, Heisman Heights, Mark Ingram, Bryce Young, Nick Saban, Coach Stallings, Coach Bryant, DanielMoreArt.com. Remember the code word, the game gets a significant discount. You got to put it in the game, significant discount, DanielMoreArt.com. And we would also ask when you say, where did you hear about this? We'd ask that you would select the game with Ryan Fowler. We greatly appreciate you going to DanielMoreArt.com. The best place for your high school football coverage is right here on Tide 100.9 and online on Tide100.9.com. T-Town, Tide, 100.9, 12.30 a.m. WTBC. Let's go to Jumbo. Jumbo, good afternoon. You're in the game. Hey, Jumbo. Well, Ryan. Ryan. Yeah, I'm here. Ryan. Yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, how do we start this off? Any way you would like. You know... I've had my concerns all year, but last week I kind of talked up the offense, felt like they were coming around. After Saturday, I don't know. Um, but I will say this. We're going to beat Tennessee Saturday. Good. I, I ain't sweating it. Hell yeah. Nice. Oh, heck yeah. Go. The balls are not back. They're going to get home. We're going to get a hold of Smokey, break his tail, and send him back home limping, so... We'll, we'll get our revenge. Tennessee can be beat. It's been proven. Texas A&M played them good. 
tell them to 100 yards passing, we can do the same thing. Our defense is good enough. So I just hope the offense can give Milrow time. I'm, I'm, that right now, I think that's still my biggest concern. Um, we got to give that man time, and we got to open up some holes for these runners. So um, I, I think we're going to be fine Saturday. We're going to be fine. Okay. Hadn't heard me say that in a while, huh? No, I mean I'm 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 writing down the name Jumbo and I'm going, okay, score prediction day. Um what do you think? Well, I don't think this is gonna be nothing like it was last year. Um I think it's gonna be a defensive struggle. Um I think the punting game is gonna play huge in this because of field position. And and I think we've got the better punter. Um I think defensively we're better. Offensively, like I said, uh, we just got to give the man time. And, uh, you know, Alabama's got to play Alabama football. And right now the only team that can beat us Saturday is Alabama. So, with that being said, so Alabama 24. Okay, 24, Alabama. Tennessee, Tennessee 13. Oh, I like that. I'd be right around that Vegas number, too. Yeah, because, you know, Tennessee last week, they only had one offensive touchdown, two field goals, and they had a punt return for a uh, uh, for a TD, which was a 39-yarder. It was short field, but uh, I don't think it's going to be that different. I think, you know, like I said, I've listened to what everybody's had to say, and uh, we're good enough to where we can run out. Um, defensively, they're going to have to carry us, but I think the offense is good enough to where we can put points on the board and win the ball game. And that, that's all it takes. Even if it's a three to two game and you win, you win. You win the freaking ball game. So I'm I'm good with that. And and 24-13, I think would be a, a good solid uh, butt whoop, and I'll take that. Okay. All right. Let's go. Jalen Milrow total number of passing yards. Okay. This is total number of passing yards. I'm going to say 197. I think that's a fair number. Okay, 2413, 197. I got it, man. And, and one more thing. I think I think the biggest down that we're going to have is first down. We have got to get at least four or five well, yards. Yeah, on yeah, you've got to stay out of those predictable downs. Yeah, and, and somebody answered me this. I, I haven't heard anybody come up with a, uh, uh, an answer on this. You run the freaking ball against Arkansas, and you drive down the field. You get inside the 10, I think. It's third down and two and a half. It's four down territory, and and you 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 pull a Bill O'Brien and throw it on third down in two and a half yards at your 10-yard line. I mean, well, where did that come from? Does anybody Has anybody got an explanation on why that happened? Uh, no, because we're not able to talk to the offensive coordinator. Um, let me say this. I I, I've been underwhelmed by Tommy Reese. And I get it. When you look at the limited offensive line, you, you're not a strength. Your wide receivers are underperforming, whatever word you want to put there. Your quarterback's not where he needs to be. And your running backs are... I mean, are they just average SEC backs, right? No. no. Well, so let, it's let hard to come up with it. It's, it's kind of hard to come up with a game plan, but even in those situations like that, you you just walk away scratching your head. Right. 
Well, let, let me end with this. And I've told you this before, and I had a coach tell me at one time in high school, if you run your playbook the way it's supposed to be ran, every play that you have offensively, you can score on. The coaches can call the plays all day long, and, and they're going to the ones that's going to get beat up for it if it don't happen. But the players have to execute on the field. And with that being said, we have to execute Saturday and come out of there with a win, and I think that's what we're going to do. I think we're going to see the first 60-minute game all year. There we go. And it's going to come at the right time. It'd it's be nice. Right and maybe time. this is a launching pad for this team. It'd be nice. Well, yeah, but, uh, you know, it, it, one game at a time, and this is it. This is the one. I'm not worried about what happens after this. We'll get a well-deserved week off and then uh, get ready for the next one. But, uh, uh I think we'll all be uh, smoking a fat stogie uh, Saturday afternoon around 6.30. Fair enough. Thank you, Jumbo. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. God bless you. Uh, we will wait for the Nick Saban press conference uh, coming up following practice. We'll carry that live. Right now, we go to Stephen. Stephen, good afternoon. You're in the game. Hey, Ryan. How are you doing? Hey, good. Thank you for calling in. Yeah, I think the last time I called was the week after Texas when everybody was in a pretty depressed state. Okay. Yeah, sure. Um, you know, I was listening to you and Dawson, and the reason we are Alabama is because of the our fans do have high expectations and question everything we do. Um, the reason that our goal is the national championship is because of the fans' expectations. But, uh, there, I, you know, I was listening to you guys. There is a scenario where you were saying, could we get left out of the national championship if we went out, out of the playoffs? And I went, I was thinking about it as I was driving home. And wonder if Washington, Oklahoma, Ohio State, or Michigan, either or, or Michigan, and Florida State are all sitting there on the field. Sure, and and that's the scenario that I think a lot of us refer to is if or those even teams, if one of those teams loses, let's say one of those teams, one of those four is not undefeated, and it's between us and Texas. Who are they taking? I mean, Texas would now, have the argument. Texas would have the argument. Now there is a. Also, though, Oklahoma I mean, and Texas, it, if and, I'm not... And they Oklahoma came and Texas here. have to play again. Is that not correct? They do, in the Big 12 championship. So that would solve some of that. It would. It but would. But Texas beats Oklahoma, unless sure. Texas beat those, beats Oklahoma, and now it's us or Oklahoma. And that is So the, I don't think, you know, I, in reality, I don't think it doesn't mean you're an Alabama fan just because you question that scenario. Well, and, and just that there is a pathway to be left out. That's why I said I'd like to see Georgia win all these games. As much as I'd love oh. to see Kirby lose the next four oh, from an Alabama game, however, yes, standpoint, you want them to be the number one team. And not only do you want to be them the number one team, you want to go in there and beat them where the committee goes, okay, this Alabama, they've got their crap together. They, they they look like an Nick Saban coached Alabama football yeah. team. I believe the pathway to Alabama not being left out is beating an undefeated number one team. Yeah. Now the chance of you know these teams remaining undefeated 
are not great. Uh, I was not looking, great. Yeah, you're but, right. But there is a, a path. What, it's a what is. Sure. But there is a path. So. There is a path. I think, uh, you know, despite our warts, as somebody else put it, um, luckily we're not a finished product. No. I, I believe we have gotten better every week, including Arkansas. We were putting it on Arkansas. And what changed this? What changed that game? The third down penalty that we we stopped them on third down. Uh, they're in the third quarter. There, we got a penalty, and the drive continued. From that point on, their hopes were kept alive, and they pushed us as far as we could be pushed without losing. So this coming weekend, Saturday, we got to keep the penalties down, and just do what we do. Our defense is good enough. I believe we're going to stack the box because, if I'm not mistaken, their run game's pretty good, but they their are. passing game's questionable. Yeah, they're limited. They're limited. Yeah. So if we can stop their run and we do not beat ourselves with penalties and turnovers, I believe there's a good chance we even cover. And I'm, I'm right in with you guys. 24-13, 27 Give me a score that you want me to write down. Let's go uh, 24-13. 24-13, Mill Road, total number of passing yards? 244. 244. I got it, Stephen. Thank you so much. Yes. Uh, appreciate the phone call. We'll continue with more of the game. I do remind you about the wharf. If you're looking for a new pair of boots, Justin, Tony Lama, Red Wing, Georgia, Double H, Timberline, Laredo, and many more. You know, as temps begin to drop here in West Alabama, the warm weather, excuse me, the cold weather apparel that keeps you warm, whether it's jackets or just maybe the long sleeve Western shirts, you will find those at the wharf. You'll find them on McFarland Boulevard between Winn-Dixie and the Blue Plate. It is the work in Western headquarters for the entire family. Casual boot, western boot, steel-toed boot. It is the wharf since 1976. The work in western headquarters for the entire family. We roll on right here on the game. Dreamland score prediction day. Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Let me tell you about my friend Sonia at Freedom CBD, Tuscaloosa's original hemp dispensary. Unmatched quality and service, and they're focused on helping you find the right product to fit your needs. Sonia carries the largest selection of CBD, hemp flower, Delta 8 products in West Alabama, plus those amazing Freedom gummies everybody's talking about. Run by today. That's Freedom CBD. They're 1110 15th Street, right next to Ion Apartments. ST Bun Construction is now hiring truck drivers and mechanics. You'll be home every night with competitive pay. They offer Blue Cross, Blue Shield, Health and Dental, 401k, paid holidays, vacation, and sick time. Call Buck, 205-331-3551. Here's your West Alabama traffic from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center on a gorgeous Wednesday afternoon. The paving work is completed on 2059 and the wrecks are cleared. 69 backed up at Union Chapel, Lurling northbound heavy downtown, and McFarland westbound slow from Rice Mine over to 69. Now, if you see conditions, give me a call, 205-886-8886. These are super offers from Townsend Nissan. Two, four, six, eight, up to $10,000 off. Select Nissans. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. 50 years of serving Tuscaloosa and West Alabama. When you talk about the friendly staff at Pat's Florist and Gourmet Baskets, 1010 Queen City Avenue. When you look at the fall 
floral arrangements. Maybe you're trying to lift someone's spirits a little bit under the weather, celebrating a birthday or special occasion. It's Pat's Florist, 205-345-5093. Anniversary, birthday, get well, love, romance. Make someone smile today. Pat's Florist and Gourmet Baskets. WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a Town Square media station. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. Here's Isaac Lowenkron. We begin in the NFL where ESPN reported that the New York Jets are trading receiver McCole Hardman back to the Kansas City Chiefs for a swap of late-round draft picks. Hardman played the first four seasons of his career with the Chiefs before signing with the Jets in March. Las Vegas Raiders quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo is not practicing today due to a back injury. Buffalo Bills QB Josh Allen limited in practice today because of a right shoulder injury. Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson did not practice today. Said his status for Sunday's game at Indianapolis is up in the air. Colts rookie quarterback Anthony Richardson will have season-ending surgery to repair his right shoulder. The Arizona Cardinals designated quarterback Kyler Murray to return from the physically unable to perform list. Cornerback Jalen Ramsey was back at Miami Dolphins practice today less than three months after tearing his meniscus in training camp. Ramsey was originally expected to be out until December. All-American, 76 postseason appearances, 45 postseason victories, four Heisman winners and the greatest college football coaches to ever walk the sidelines. Four Heisman winners as well. Did I mention four Heisman winners? Uh, I did not. Uh, there it is. So when you look at the University of Alabama and you talk about the credentials, I mean, I'm looking at Tennessee on their notes package here. Uh, this is what they list across their credentials. You ready for this? I mean, this is what they're proud of. Now, and it certainly is, but it's not up to the Bama standard. When you look at uh, 127 seasons of football, they've got six national titles. So we have, what, uh, three times as many uh, national titles? Uh, 13 SEC titles, more than double. They have 94 first-team All-Americans, 47 NFL first-rounders. Heck, I think we've probably had that since Nick Saban arrived. Uh, 26 college football Hall of Famers. Uh, okay, Tennessee, you got a little something on Alabama. But other than that, you, you're, you're not, you don't stand up uh, to the University of Alabama. But uh, just something to kind of remind us of how and, great and who's these who's remembering the Hall of Famers over the titles, though? Come yeah, on. nobody, nobody. And uh, Tennessee, do, do they have a Heisman winner? Peyton didn't do it. Do they? I, I'd have to go back and look. Do they have a Heisman winner? Maybe that is a real question. Uh, who was it? 
Did, did T. Martin not get one? No. Uh-uh. No. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't, I don't think so. Uh, it's just a great question. Uh, you think about Tennessee. But, I mean, this program is rich in tradition, but not as rich. I mean, it's kind of like uh, North River rich or Cottondale rich. Okay? There's a difference. Okay? I mean, it's, it's one or the other uh, there. But uh, So sad. The Vols have had four runners up. And just have never been able They've to They've never it. won a Heisman they Trophy. never done it. There you go. Take that, Vols. Uh, Tony is uh, kind of a part-time Tennessee fan. He pulls for Alabama most of the time. And uh, being from that state, uh, he, he likes a lot of allegiance going back to Knoxville. Tony, you're in the game. I hope all is well. You know, in my past, once I had a girl on Rocky Top. <laughs> you did? Yeah. Here we half go. Their other half cat. Tastes so sweet. Just like Sody Pop. <laughs> I still dream about that. Do you now? Yeah. You know, at some I wouldn't point... say uh, kind of a nightmare. But, you know, sometimes you get, sometimes you need a little freak in your life, and half bear, half cat qualifies the freak. Wouldn't you agree with that? Uh, yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> yes. That one. Woo! Are you ready for Tennessee, Tony? Hey, before we get into that, I just want to say something real quick because I will forget. Okay. Whoever's taking the job over for Kim is kicking butt. Is doing a fantastic job. The music has been amazing. Not just the same old 70s hit <laughs> over and over and over again. It has been fantastic. And what I really love is now we're bringing back the audio snippets. Oh, you, you know, like the little those. thing here. That, oh, man. Oh, yeah. Yes. 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 Let me have another one. Which one? Hell yeah. Oh. Oh. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. One, one more time, Coach. Do you think Alabama's going to win Saturday, Coach? Hell yeah. Okay. yeah right. Hell yeah. You think Tennessee cheats, yeah. Coach? <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Have you ever wished you had a girl half bear, other half cat? Hell yeah. <laughs> you can, I, I bet you had some opportunities down at LSU. What do you think, Coach? So if I sound a little bit pissed, you're right. I am. I so you know, be careful. Those are great. Those are great. I love them. Ooh, oh, I'm telling you. So Mason, that, 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 that those compliments are for you. Those Yummy. They are. They are. They are. I'm telling you, it just adds a flavor to it or whatever Rat going poison. to it. Helps. That's right. No. Uh oh. No. No. You're good. When you need, when we feel like you're getting a little cocky. We'll, we'll we'll bring you down to earth. Yeah, Baker, like Dawson. Dawson's right a permanent yeah, rat worry. poison. He's permanent yes. rat poison. <laughs> Except when he's talking about someone else on the radio, then he's like, they're awful. They suck. They're pathetic. You know, any analyst you get on there, oh god, I can't believe it. But you know what's funny? I heard Digger's call. But Dawson wins the score contest. He does. You can't. Mock him. You can't say, oh, he's a fanatic, you know. He's this, he's that, he's a sycophant. You know what? He's a score prediction winner multiple times. 
Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Um, and you know, in, you know, and you were close. You were so close. Was, I, mean, I know. I know. We, I was. We, we had several people that have been reaching out. When are you going to announce the winner? When are you going to announce the winner? When the winner calls in, we will announce them. But you are second place. Oh. Tony. Um, <laughs> see, you, you, you're trying to get me. I see what you're doing. I, I, I don't know if I believe it. If you say jumbo, we're going to have a problem. We're going to go, you know, I'm, I'm going to call my attorney and my people going to talk to you. Who, who won? The guy. Or give me, what was your score? This guy does not like Jalen Milrow. Oh, Lord. Well, that, you know, are you talking about there at the show? Yes. <laughs> I mean, maybe you talk about like in your office, like maybe sitting near you or no, 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 or, no, no, no. He, he calls you know, in like and, and he calls a lot of shows, and uh, oh he, my god, and he does not like Jayla Milrow, but uh, and he won, and he won. I he, knew I was close, yeah. But you know what? If you listen to the audio uh, when I put my score prediction in, after I gave it, it was. Other people's predictions influenced me, and I said we're not going to score that many points. So I said it on the thing. I, I you know, I was like, "Well, we're not going to score that." Many yeah, points. if you would have backed off just a little That's bit, right. but you know what? Right. This this actually took Don Wallace, our CPA, to go through the accountant here of the scores because there was nobody. I mean, we had 52, 41, 41, 37, 44, 42, 42, 45, 44, 47. I mean, they're 45. Most people had in the 40s. So really, in... What was his point differential? Because mine 11. was, I think... Oh, oh, mine was 12. Yep. yep. You missed by one point. He sure did. He sure... You know what? Uh, I, I'm still in the running for the next prize to be given. I haven't even looked at that one. I have not even glanced at the SEC Parlay Pick Contest presented by Brian Harden Construction. Oh. You, you, you know, you, you challenged me. And, uh, I mean, I'm I like said, Nick okay, Saban. Okay. I got to find, lift you That's up, right. coach you up a little bit. You know, you challenge me. Normally I pick teams to lose, so I pick them to win, to lose. And I changed my philosophy on it. I've been dynamite this year. I had one 0-3 run. Everything else has been basically 2-1. Two and two and one. All the way through, and uh, and then I, I was one point from winning, and I got my three in a row for the parlay pick. First time in quite a while. Tony, can I ask you a question? You, you're a basketball guy. They were basketball media days today up in Birmingham. Do you know why the players – this doesn't happen in any other media event, but they're dressed in their basketball uniform. What is all that about? I know that's a uh, random question, but is there is there something I'm missing here? Well, like maybe the entire they SEC were... dressed up their players like be like Bryce Young showing up to SEC media days wearing his number nine jersey. Uh, just strange. I mean, you got you, you got to cut money somewhere. Well, but I mean, you know, <laughs> I, I would assume that you know basketball <laughs> players. I mean, you would you would appreciate this compliment. They know how to dress, right? They do, but I mean, you know, I'd like to see some threads. When you're dressing some six foot seven, six foot eight, six foot eleven people, stuff like that, their arms are twice as long as the normal person's arms, and stuff like that. 
it's you, you, that that Taylor bill can get kind of lofty. Maybe that's what it is. Okay. Yep. Got it. Okay. Got to cut costs where you can. All right. It's only forty something million a school or something like that, or sixty million or whatever it is. But give, don't stop giving. Don't you dare stop giving. Don't stop. Don't stop. Don't That's stop. Right. Hell yeah. No, please stop. Oh. Okay. You know me. And, and you know, I'm from Middle Tennessee, and I got so many of my friends that went to Tennessee. And let me tell you, these inbred unibrow wearers. <laughs> tell us what you really think, Tony. They, no, no I, I will on Friday. Okay. I promise. You promise? Everyone needs to listen. Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to lay down the law. You know, it will, it will include Peyton Manning's forehead, Philip Fulmer's ass. It's going to be a lot of stuff. I've, 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 You're I've working, working on a poem on. for us? Uh, it's not a poem. It's just, it's a pick I'm going to give. But anyway. Well, now tomorrow I we're going to dedicate the entire show of why you hate Tennessee, because I don't think we got enough of it out of our system yesterday. Well, the entire, I, I, we have no I, contest. Uh, we're just going to. Uh, like I'm gonna I'm gonna put up on Twitter, which somebody's gonna steal this now since I'm gonna mention it. But uh, I'm gonna put up a a picture of Fat Phil with those those male boobs that are leaking um, and that lactating. Or, yeah, that, that orange shirt. He needs to go to the pharmacy at Midtown. By the way, he needs to. Uh, he does. Yeah. Well, uh, you know what? Let me tell you, our guy's not gonna service him. Our guy's not gonna let him have anything unless it's got arsenic in it. He 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 can forget it. He can he can forget it. PJ isn't gonna help that guy out with anything, unless it's to expedite the exit. So, but we do have Philip Dole on tomorrow. Uh, I doubt he'll be hating on too much Tennessee. Philip Dole was, uh, uh, you know, there are some big moments in my life, uh, big games. I've been to a lot of Tennessee games, especially probably more in Knoxville. Than in Birmingham and Tuscaloosa. I mean, I have grown up going to that game. And Philip Dole, I don't know if he knows this or not, helped put me into the hospital for about a week. Really? With that kick. Oh, what did you do? I had maybe just a tie bit too much of Jägermeister. Mm. (laughs) Ah. Mm. And that would be the half bear, half cat weekend. But what a game. Let me tell you, I've I've caused a lot of Tennessee hate in my life going to Knoxville. There's been a lot of people hate me in Orange at that stadium. And I take pride in that. You should. You know, I, I, you should. I, I, went, I went sat in 86 when we broke the streak and my buddy Clay Whitehurst caught the touchdown pass. You put Mike Sheila to break the record for most touchdown passes thrown by an Alabama quarterback. I was in the Tennessee student section in the first half of that game. They came out in orange shoes, and I started calling them clowns, and they played like clowns. And I think it was 28-7 to at the half, and the police begged me to leave. And they found these seats. And, and toward the Alabama section near the band because they said, we're going to have a riot. You know, there's going to be a murder, whatever. And I would just stand up and turn around. And I was in the station going, you know what? The one thing we all know, Tennessee is still 
Tennessee. Oh, that, that, that took him over the top. Took him over the top in, in 90. What was funny is they stuck the Alabama fans down low. They thought they were being cute. They stuck the Alabama section down low in the bowl. And then they had all the Tennessee people above them so Tennessee could throw their cups on us as they scored touchdowns to beat us because they knew they were going to kill us. What they didn't count on was our defense and blocking the kick, like your analyst called in earlier, and it rolling enough yards for, for Dole to put them away. And they had to come through the Alabama people to leave the oh, stadium. Nice. <laughs> and then I went to the hospital about two days later. But anyway, I digress. Wow. I hate Tennessee, but I used to love them. Nice. Nice. I used to love them until Phil Fulmer and, you know, that crew. So is of, there a photo uh, somewhere of, of, t- of Tony in a Tennessee shirt? Never. I've never worn orange in my life. But I liked them. You know why I liked them? They were always highly ranked. We always beat them. <laughs> I mean, how can you not like that crew? You know? That, me growing up in the 70s, total domination. You know, into the it, it, beginning of the 80s, they won a few games. We started another dominant run on them. You know, it wasn't until like the 90s and Fulmer showed up, that they ever really beat us. You know, I think we were like 20-something and four <laughs> going into the 90s. Well, and, and, and I mean, you know, so I loved them. I, I loved them. We're 59, you know, they always get their hopes up. 38, and 8 all time. So you can you can see where that number was, was kind of oh, skewed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and... You know, growing up in, and I will say this, I will give them a compliment. Growing up, their fans are awful, okay? I mean, they throw mustard bottles, they throw things. You know, they, they dump beer on Kerry Good. And I don't know if you've told this story or not, but I believe this is correct. Did they not punch and break the jaw of one of our trainers after that after that win last year? Oh, they also stole a bunch of uh, apparel. Stole. They did. Yeah. Yeah. But, but you can confirm they did assault one of our trainers at the end of the game. The one of the trainers, and I'm not sure exactly if he broke his jaw, but it, it was it was a punch. He was assaulted. Yeah, yeah he was. And I mean, I mean, Kerry. But, Goode, but what do we all what, in a wheelchair? What, what is the throw? lasting? Yeah, or, go ahead, go ahead. But that because you need to be texting that out. We need to have. You know, we need to have CBS and ESPN and people. We need to really put a serious promotion on that because there needs to be a story on that. Besides our wide receiver pushing some freaking foul breath gank away from him as he's trying to leave the field. That is not the story. The story should be what they did. Alabama people after the game. Lord, and I, we obviously know I, I hope they, those are being rewound inside the building, up on the screen, just replayed, 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 replayed. And hopefully, if we're going to find out what this team is made of, because if they've got a sense of pride, they'll come out here and stomp a mud hole in these guys. I'll just take a win. Well, me too, but I sure would like to run them because out of the stadium. Me too, uh, I, gotta, I, I would too. I, I would break. too. But I'm not sure, you know, 
you just look at the you look at the matchup. They ran the ball on A and M. They ran the football on A and M successfully. They did, <laughs> and they got to their quarterback. I think more right. than we did. You know, it's it's kind of funny. We talk, and I get a text message from someone in the building that's actually listening. Uh, yeah. The last kick from last year has been on loop all week in the football building. So they're not airing anything but that final kick. So uh, there it is. So nice. every TV, are, are, every TV in the building is on that one loop of the of the field goal. So uh, any chance in the coaches' building in the Malmore building, they're running a loop of our final drive. Oh Lord! Of the play call, calling. Oh, I mean that's what that that needs to be on loop mm. because mm. that's one of those things when you go to a coaching clinic. They bring that up. What not to do? Well, I mean, at least suck their timeouts away from them, Bill O'Brien. <laughs> I mean, you, make them burn them. I mean, if you don't want to go for it, at least anyway, Tony. Oh, I know. I I'm reliving this hate. I oh, I can't stand that bunch. Hey, we got to get ready for tomorrow, right? Okay, we do. Hey, we do. Tennessee tomorrow. We're yes. building it up. Yeah, I know. We will. All right, all right, all right. I, I'm concerned about the game. I'm gonna go. Oh, 26, 27, 21, Bammer, 270 yards passing. 27, 21, 270. The pharmacy at Midtown had lunch today with TJ Thomas. He was at the meeting of the minds. Uh, I didn't get that text last night. I'm sorry. That's a lie. I saw it. I didn't. No, no, no. It did go. My, my phone's been weird. It, Apple's trying to tell me it's time to trade it in. That's what they're doing. But I'm sorry. I paused it. Oh yeah, I did. Yeah. I mean, I was late. I can't you believe. Did. I can't even oh, believe I was up. Meeting of the minds tomorrow. Yeah. And, uh, that's uh, right. That's right. We did. I'll be ready Friday. I'll be ready Friday. The pharmacy at Midtown. T.J. Thomas, he's the Nick Saban of pharmacists. If your pharmacist doesn't have an Alabama shirt on, you don't want him. Trade him in. You can have those prescriptions transferred with a simple phone call. The pharmacy at Midtown. The retail side of pharmacy at Midtown, but also the hard-to-get medication. Uh, the consistency, when you look at the brands, uh, you think about the pharmacy at Midtown. And T.J. Thomas, conveniently located there, close to the stairs, close to the elevator, you'll find the pharmacy at Midtown. No driving around the building here. The pharmacy at Midtown. Tony, thank you, man. You know, if your pharmacist, pharmacist doesn't wear crimson, doesn't hate Phil Fulmer, and doesn't have at least one, I think two different Alabama over Tennessee Daniel Moore prints in his storefront, why doesn't he? Pharmacy Midtown. TJ. The Nick Saban of pharmacists. There we go. There we go. Tony, thanks, man. Roll Tide. Uh, we'll continue with more of the game. We'll come back. We'll take more phone calls. Nick Saban talks in about 40 minutes. We'll take that right here live, and we'll take your phone calls on a Dreamland School Prediction Day. Tide 100.9-1230 WTBC, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Always live. Always local. Dependable news coverage. The latest news only from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom.
Today, we may find out what happened to Mountain Brook teenager Natalie Holloway when she disappeared from a graduation trip to Aruba in 2005. A drive through flu clinic being held at the Tuscaloosa County Health Department at 2350 Hargrove Road East until 1.30 this afternoon. Shots are $10 unless you have Blue Cross Blue Shield insurance, Medicare, or Medicaid. In sports, Pickens Academy, one of four Alabama Independent School Association members moving to the Alabama High School Athletic Association. The move is effective next year. For the latest local news in Tuscaloosa, Alabama Sports Updates. And severe weather information. Download the free Tuscaloosa Threat app. Never pay for your news. And sign up for our daily newsletter with news updates. Built to win. Touchdown, Alabama! Built for championships. Throws intercepted Alabama. Built by Bama. Alabama is still Alabama. The Crimson Tide play here. Join us Saturday as the Crimson Tide look to get revenge on Tennessee. Our coverage begins at 1130 on your home for Alabama football. Brought to you by Birmingham Racecourse. BirminghamRacecourse.com. You can be a winner too. At North 100.9 Tuscaloosa weather. Lots of sunshine this afternoon. The high today around 73. Tonight fair with a low at 51. Tomorrow increasingly cloudy. The chance of a shower by afternoon. Showers a bit more likely tomorrow night. The high at 74 degrees. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 72 degrees in Tuscaloosa. The longest running sports show in Tuscaloosa. The game with Ryan Fowler on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. You know, I just did something mean during the break. I just sang my version of Old Rocky Top. It's not radio quality, but it sure does make a lot of sense. I'm sure you've got your version as well, just like they've got our, their version of Alabama, but that's okay. Let's go to JR in Coker, Alabama. JR, good afternoon. You're in the game. Hey, Ryan, how are you? Good, good. How are you, man? I'm doing all right. Um, I like that that intro, the music there with Joe Walsh. I love it. That was a good one. It was good. Yeah, very good. And Saban loves Joe Walsh, too. Oh, he does? Yeah. Okay. Yep. He said it. He said it one time when he said he liked several groups, and one that was one that he mentioned. Nice. Yes, sir. Well, you know, they you say his, know his escape is when he needs to get away and he's got some kind of room that he's got, like, this huge speaker system where he goes. <laughs> no, seriously, he goes and just cranks up the rock and roll music to, oh, to nice. drift away. So uh, nice. I've never got yeah, the invitation, but uh, have you ever got the invitation? <laughs> no, I haven't. I, I, you know... Closest I've got to his house is in his driveway. Oh, there you go. You're closer than I have. Well, that's because I did a job two houses down. Oh. <laughs> and and I, I deliberately passed the uh, uh, driveway to turn into the job I was at. And then uh, I parents were saving Liz and just pulled in the driveway just a little bit and then slowly backed up as a Checked it out and you were hoping that he came out. Hey, what do you need? 
Well, I mean, I would love to see him out doing something, but uh, it didn't happen. But the person that I did the job for uh, played bridge with his wife, so something. Oh, okay. Yeah. Neighborhood bridge game. Yeah. Neighborhood anyway. bridge game. Well, that's... Yeah. Miss Terry does that's, a lot for our community, and uh, we're certainly very super, super thankful of her allegiance to Tuscaloosa. She means a lot to our community. Right. Well, anyway, how's it been going for you, man? Oh, it's good. A, it's good. Have you had a good good week going? I couldn't get in yesterday. I I, I didn't I didn't get off until five o'clock, and there was just no way I could get in in that past hour. And this hour, this actually, I started at four and been waiting that long. <laughs> I could, you know, you got some long winded people. You talk to Tony a little more than anybody, <laughs> but he's good. He's a good. Good part of your show, and uh, it, you know, it wasn't bad. So I uh, got some entertainment while I hung on here. Well, thank you, thank you for hanging, uh, Jr. What score? I, you know, I've been listening to the predictions while I'm on here, and, I, and again, as I said last week, everybody's picking my score, <laughs> so I keep changing it. And I wish I'd have changed it another time last time. I was way off, but um. Oh yeah. my lord! Yeah, you were embarrassing off. Oh, no, don't even don't even mention. Mm, lord, <laughs> you really believed in Alabama's offense, but uh, yeah, I know it. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, you know that's nothing to be ashamed of, but because uh, you can believe in Alabama like that, you know that's a good thing. Got to be. I always am. I always pick them, even when they're they're underdogs. I mean, I. I'd always pick them. But anyway, uh, my score prediction, I've kind of changed it around a little bit. I'm just going to go 28-17. 28-17, Jalen Milrow, total number of passing yards. I'm going to give him 190. 190. JR, I appreciate you, man. Roll Tide. Thanks, everybody. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Let's go to Jim. Jim, good afternoon. You're in the game. Hey, Jim. All right. Uh, no, Jim. How about Dale? Dale, good afternoon. You're in the game. Hey, Ryan. Uh, I'm not big in a score. I, I'll try to be quick with this because I didn't gave my score. But I just want to share a uh, a moment in the Tennessee history that uh, I remember very well. Okay. And, uh, I'd, like, I'd like to take you to the time capsule, Ryan. Okay. Year is 1982. And I'm on the road at this time. I'm with the oil. I'm in the oil field business at that time. Cut. I mean, I had really cut. I, I could. <laughs> I had no body fat, Ryan. I, I was cut back in those days, but uh, I wasn't even in Alabama then. From the 1982, for actually from 1980 all the way to 1986, but that was the year that Bear Bryant lost to uh, Johnny Major. And from 1982 to 1986, we had to suffer all those games four straight in a row. And I just, you know, and, and I. It was really it was tearing me up not being in Alabama. I was actually living in Union City, Tennessee, in nineteen eighty two. I think is where I was living then. But I was traveling everywhere with the oil crew. But um, nineteen eighty six, Alabama whipped. I mean, whipped Tennessee fifty six to twenty eight. I believe it was. Bobby Humphrey and Gene Jelks went off on them. We had Cornelius Bennett, and I mean, we just we just whipped them all over the place. And that, that started that string that we had for all those years. 
And uh, to me, that was one of the memorable, memorable games to me. Wow. Do you? I know you don't remember that. Do no, you? I was about four years old, so uh, that was one. That <laughs> yeah. Kind of right. Uh, Hey, Dale, we got to get ready for Nick Saban. I hate because yes, I Real love powerful. stories, man. I love history, and I love people reflecting, uh, but i got to get to this break because I'm yes, trying to get ready for Coach Saban. Thank you, Dale. Uh-huh. Uh, we appreciate Dale. Uh, we'll come back. Bama Nick on the other side. Nick Saban talks following practice. We'll carry that live right here on the game. Tide 100.9-1230. WTBC, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Let me tell you about my friend Sonia at Freedom CBD, Tuscaloosa's original hemp dispensary. Unmatched quality and service, and they're focused on helping you find the right product to fit your needs. Sonia carries the largest selection of CBD, hemp flower, Delta 8 products in West Alabama, plus those amazing Freedom gummies everybody's talking about. Run by today. That's Freedom CBD. They're 1110 15th Street, right next to Ion Apartments. ST Bun Construction is now hiring truck drivers and mechanics. You'll be home every night with competitive pay. They offer Blue Cross, Blue Shield, Health and Dental, 401k, paid holidays, vacation, and sick time. Call Buck, 205-331-3551. Here's your West Alabama traffic from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center on a gorgeous Wednesday afternoon. The paving work is completed on 2059 and the wrecks are cleared. 69 backed up at Union Chapel, Lurling northbound heavy downtown, and McFarland westbound slow from Rice Mine over to 69. Now, if you see conditions, give me a call, 205-886-8886. These are super offers from Townsend Nissan. Two, four, six, eight, up to $10,000 off. Select Nissans. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. You're listening to the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Tide 100.9. For Nick Saban, we're going to try to squeeze in as many phone calls as we can. We do a Dreamland score prediction day, and right now we travel to the number one caller. This guy's a little inconsistent. He calls maybe once a week, but uh, if he wants to be number one, he's going to have to call us more frequently. Uh, it's like Alabama. They want to be number one, but they don't want to do the work that takes to be number one. Uh, Bama Nick, you're in the game. What is that crap you just gave me an intro for, Paula? You know damn well I'm the number one caller, whether I call one time a week or one time a month. Well, Alabama wants to be the number one team, but uh, they're going to have to perform like the number one team, like reduce the penalties, things like that. You've got to do that, too. No, I don't, Paula. What you got to do is tell your producers when I call in and take my calls. And don't be taking these buzzard callers that call in once a year and give a score prediction. And, and take up the lines, and then you clatter with them for 10 minutes, five minutes, taking up time. Fowler. I got no time for that. I, I'm the number one caller. I want respect, Fowler. Respect. You know, I apologize. Let me put you back on hold, and I'll think about it, and I'll come back back to you. That's fine with me, Fowler. <laughs> I'm just teasing with you. Bama, Nick, let's go. Let's give me a prediction. I told you last night when I talked to you. I'm taking Bama 23 to 20. It's going to go under 47 for all you people listening. I'm, I, I, what was the score? 23 to 20 late. is 47? That's right. That's right. 23 to 20 is 47? No, I said it's going to go under 47. Oh, okay. Total. So you want 23-20 Alabama? That's right. It's going to be a tight-knit game, Fowler. Tight-knit. 
That's another sweat game. When I at Arkansas game last Saturday, I'm sitting out here watching that. It wasn't pouring, pal. I wasn't even pouring that morning because it was kind of early when we kicked off. But the, we go into halftime, twenty-one to six. I said, "Well, it's gonna be. A, we're gonna run them out of the stadium. We're gonna beat them by forty to ten or something." I sat there the second half, and and we didn't show up. Arkansas came back, and showed up. They woke up. We didn't wake up. And I kept thinking, oh, Lord, here we go. So I had to get a Miller highlight. I had to go to the refrigerator and start popping at 12 o'clock now, 1230. I had to start pouring, Fowler. Ooh. I had to sweat. The whole second half, I was sweating. Saying, oh, Lord, we get beat by these clowns from Arkansas. Oh, Lord, have mercy. It's over. But close. But I do want, I do want to say this, Fowler. I have pumped up some callers calling in today to your show. Tommy from Romulus, I had to say that's one of the best calls I heard today. It was good, wasn't it? I have finally I have finally got across to him to step his game up when he calls your show. Well, you, we I appreciate you. Say, what do we owe you? You owe me. That's why I'm the number one caller because I pump everybody else up to, to enhance their game plan to get them up there to compete. And Tommy from Ramos, I got to say, I don't like Tommy. when He don't like me. But I do inspire him to step his game up. Okay. I'm telling him he's a boring-ass caller. But now today, he done stepped his game up. He done made it into the top ten of the callers. Okay. On your show. And you tell Tommy when you talk to him, he had a great call today. I like it. And then Dawson... Now, let me ask you this, fella. Is Dawson the preacher? He is. Well, tell him, he, he, if he preaches a sermon like he was preaching today about all us fair-weather callers of, of Alabama fans, if he can inspire his crowd like he was trying to inspire the sermon he gave on the phone today with you, he does that in the church, he should be the number one preacher in the state of Alabama. There we go. Because, uh, but see, I disagree. I, I'm a realistic person. Like, you're realistic, too. You look at how we play, the numbers, sure. and stuff like that. I try. Well, that's what I do. I try, and I, if Alabama plays like crap, I'll tell you. And that's just the bottom line. And I've been playing for Alabama since I was three years old. That was in 1958. All right. Hey, give, give me the Jalen Milrow passing yards. You, you failed to give me that. I uh, know. You're trying to run me off, Fowler. Well, I'm just trying I'll to write it what. down. Uh, well, at 222. There we go. 2320, 222. i got to get ready for and Nick I Saban. I want my time, like you said on that, with that Texas Tony and let him talk, clatter on for about 10 minutes or about nothing. <laughs> he was really he's good. Still one, he's still one of your born callers. He needs to step his game up again, too. There we go. Roll Tide.
Yeah, there you go. You don't like McCall no more, but I will tell you. No, that. you're you are the number one. You're you're there. I mean, you're you're just inconsistent. Right. And, I mean, I, and you know why I don't call every day? I done told you that. I, I'm working a few days a week. I can't get in uh, on time sometimes. Well, we got to run. Thanks, Bamanek. Roll Tide. We're gonna gonna get ready for Nick Saban. We're gonna squeeze in phone calls. Greg, you're coming up in just a couple of minutes. T Town Tide 100.9 12:30 WTBC Tide. The home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports.